Hello, what's going on people? Yeah, so this is part one of the Create Me podcast birthday specials and this episode features John Reed, Mary Butterworth and Jenny Hood. I recorded this chat a few weeks ago at the Anatomy Room studio space. It was really cool to catch up with the guys. There's no particular kind of theme to our discussion. It's, I guess it's like, you know, us just kind of taking stock of the year so far, seeing what we've all kind of been up to and so forth. Um, yeah, I hope you guys enjoyed the chat. I'll be back as usual just to give you a little brief overview of Thursday's episode. So I hope you guys enjoy and I catch up with you soon. This is going to be the first of a two-part birthday special, and I've got three special guests with me today, and I'll let them introduce themselves. If it's like, it's uh, John Reed who runs Mood of Collapse blog. Uh, Mary Butterworth, uh, artist and curator of Painted Doors and various things. <laughs> and Jenny Hood, or you might know him better as Corvidize. Cheers, yeah, thanks guys for coming to do this. I think we've... <laughs> <laughs> Temptation to yeah. shout steamer was just <laughs> <laughs> My reputation precedes me. Yeah. I was like to say, I am a, I'm a local artist, I am not a steamer. Thank you. Yeah, I, would, I would say for the people listening, obviously, they're not getting, they're not getting a, a visual thing, there's a lot of face pulling in the stuff. Lucky yeah. them, lucky yeah. them. Yeah. Uh, we've all got our uh, birthday we're all, we're all friends in the room, which is Exactly. Yes. We've got our birthday party hats on. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> you might hear the party poppers in a minute. <laughs> so brace your ears. <laughs> <laughs> thank you guys for doing this. I'm putting on a serious voice now. Yes. Yeah, thank you guys for doing this birthday special. And like, I think it's kind of like a retrospective kind of catch up of how you guys have been over the year and stuff yeah. since the kind of podcast chats. And I think you guys are just kind of planning to throw some questions my way to my delight. So yeah, looking forward to that. <laughs> so, Turn the tables. Yeah. yeah. So yeah, how have you guys been? Busy. busy. Yeah, yeah really busy. busy. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think we all have like. Uh, Individually, collectively, you know, uh, as you know yourself, it's mm-hmm. just, you know, so many things happening, so many projects yeah. kind of starting to take off. And uh, obviously with the weather turning really crap, now is a good time to kind of start doing loads of stuff. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Just cram it all in. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It's been a good summer, like, you know. Mm-hmm. I'm looking forward to some studio time and just kind of hunkering down for a little bit. Yeah, I think we're just getting into like development phase, so it's like we've been doing a lot of stuff, putting a lot of stuff out, and then uh, just looking forward to sort of developing that over winter, I guess. And yeah. But yeah, you've done heaps of stuff. Yeah, first. I definitely have. To. I think <laughs> I was last speaking to you in like February, no, end of January. End of January. January she was, was end of January. Yeah. And I was just like away to kick everything off, and and I was talking about sort of projects like to be confirmed and that ended up being painted doors and um, doing my paste ups down by the green and then I've just become a bit of like a paste up monster and I've been <laughs> I have I've been out doing loads of outdoor stuff which has been awesome so this year's been totally um like transformed my practice in a lot of ways so it's been a really good year for me 
Yeah. And sure. you can to see, like, you know, I mean, I was, like, looking back at some of the old blog posts, and you've got stuff from, like, 2008, yeah. 2010, yeah. 2011, you know, so it's, like, it's quite cool to see that evolution of your stuff. Well, like, we were speaking you know. about that, like, where I had first seen you, and that was in the Curated Stories that was show with Helen. Like, yeah, 2016 I did that. that. Um, so, yeah, it was, a, it was a bit of a slow progress, kind of building myself back up, obviously, after I graduated and working and trying to build myself as a practicing artist and then taking time out to study and then living away from Aberdeen, living in Glasgow and Edinburgh and then coming back here and trying to get myself back into the creative community, which was where I got to meet you, I guess. Yeah, 2016 uh, the, was that. At, uh, yeah, 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 doing Slack, the yeah. Sustaining Life as a Creative yeah. Programme with Creative Learning mm. and that was like, I gave myself a deadline of like, either you make it work and have a go at it and if it doesn't work, then do something else and support other people. But um, I've just been really pushing myself this year and for the last two years like crazy. And it's been quite rewarding. Yeah, so cool. yeah. I need to do the opposite of that. So I need to stop trying to support everyone and actually focus on what I want to do. Yeah, like, like don't which, be the cheerleader. Yeah, Yeah, because, you know, I think it's, it's something that has definitely held me back from a lot of stuff. Uh, along with like the police and stuff but it's it takes so much energy doing what you know like yeah. but it's hard to say no to things and stuff. yeah, yeah. yeah. A, when someone asks you to get involved in things and I think as a creative you're like really prone to just going yes 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 <laughs> because you want to be involved yeah. in things and do things yeah. and keep momentum but at the same time like burnout the threat of burnout is real yeah yeah, yeah. Like, yeah for sure yeah, yeah definitely I think John with this kind of speaking to you, we have kind of a lot of conversations about kind of people kind of like strong arming you and saying like, you know, mm-hmm. oh, I've got this really cool project, come and come and see my stuff and yeah, I'm yeah. starting to get that now, I'm starting to get all these messages, like uh, and I think yeah, it's probably not a good fit and I kind of actually getting more confident and saying, uh, oh thanks you for getting in touch and stuff, yeah. but maybe not and Yeah, like creating uh, what you're doing more. Yeah. Um, because yeah. Yeah, because like you're, what you're doing has grown like massively uh, yeah. in the last it's like, actually quite scary. Actually. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Yeah, but yeah. is it? Do you feel like this? This the tables are turning. Yeah, now, they are. Yeah. <laughs> so, do you feel like you've achieved a lot in this space of time? I do. It's kind of weird because, like, you think about like work and also like personal life and all these kind of different things that happen uh, in like, you yeah. know, and you're thinking like, oh shit, yeah, that happened. This happened. I was looking back on all the episodes and all the chats and stuff, and like, like my wife's always to catch up, like on some of the podcast episodes. <laughs> and I think she's listened to all you guys ones as mm-hmm. well. But I think beyond that, she still needs to catch up. It's just kind of interesting. Just even like the sound of stuff as well, and like, yeah, oh, yeah. that sounds really kind of weird, and you know, it's just kind uh, of like yeah, the year's been crazy. Yeah, and so there'll be and there'll be certain podcasts will like be a, a reminder of things yeah. that were happening at that at yeah, that moment in time. Yeah. You know, so whereas like the year before, you're maybe just like, oh well, that was like the Christmas night out, or that was when yeah. this happened. Now yeah. it's like, oh, that's when these guys came yeah. to the studio, or that's when like Jenny told me about that. Because mm-hmm. I get that with the blog, it's like yeah. this cool archive that I look back and I'm like, oh yeah, God, remember that party, or remember, yeah. like, remember when that happened, and like that guy was up in Aberdeen doing a rad show and stuff. And it's like it's quite a nice way to uh, to document your year and to look back on it. You know, yeah, definitely. It's kind of weird then. I think like thing. oh, like because I know starting the podcast like last year in November. I think like obviously Gary Kemp from Dot Scable was the first person I interviewed and it's like, oh that's kinda of weird, like mm. how quickly the whole year kind of goes. And so, you know, like in November and it's like, oh yeah, so like yeah. first year birthday. Yeah. But then you're in yeah. the middle of that you're kinda of like you're in a relationship, you're working full time, you're going on holidays, you have to yeah, do things yeah. with your friends and stuff. Yeah. I think it's like one thing that we spoke about as well, like taking time out. I think I did that yeah. in the summer and I was like, that was so beneficial actually. Yeah. 
focus on just my work. Totally yeah, I'm just yeah. gonna like I'm just gonna just release episodes that pre recorded when I want to and stuff and yeah. have that control and stuff. I think that's been so beneficial. Okay. And like you know, you're saying about that, actually the threat of burnout. Also, oh like, yeah. Sometimes it's like because my job's always very much heavy going anyway. Yeah. And then, yeah, so it's just like, oh, yeah. Well, it feels like sometimes some things can carry you and then yeah. you have to take back control so you're, like, yeah. in charge of what's happening. Yeah. You push you along and you're like, ah. I think that, yeah. yeah, for sure. I've got, like, a... I think I've got a six-monthly burnout cycle, I think. <laughs> and I've, no, in all seriousness, for the last two years, I'll, like, totally beast myself for, like, several months and then I'm, like... I don't feel so good and I have to like take some downtime but I've been trying to prevent that from happening and this is the time of year where it becomes more of a threat for makers who are now ramping up looking at Christmas yeah. like people who are doing Christmas fairs because um, I'm going to be doing the as are you the Etsy made local uh, market and it's just trying to make sure you've got enough stock and I'm taking time to develop some new products like I want to kind of Make like a lot of framed pieces and things as well, but yeah. maybe do some more wearable things, mm -hmm. which will be exciting. Yeah. Um, kind of one-off wearable art type yeah. things. So yeah, I'm looking into doing that. And like you were saying about it being winter, now is the time to play about with stuff like yeah. that. When mm -hmm. I don't want to be out with my camera getting the light or yeah. out like working doing paste ups because it's light until really late, and you know you can. Yeah. You can creep about with your glue and yeah. have, a, you know, have, a, have a merry old time. Freezes on the wall. <laughs> yeah, that's I, not what you want. I, know, yeah. I think like one thing about all three of you, you guys really work hard and you're like obviously graft about what you're doing, but you're very much kind of humble as well, you know, like because speaking to other people, other people are like, oh yeah, John, Mary or Jenny, you know, so your, your names are kind of out there. And Abby and Jenny's looking like, really? <laughs> is, it the, is it the steamer thing again? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, you know, like, John, we've spoken about this, like, off mic for yeah. lengthy, <laughs> lengthy kind of periods about, like, especially when you're kind of up and coming as well. Mm. Like, I think that's kind of key. I've also kind of felt like I'm doing something I know is important, but I don't really kind of reflect on it that much. I just keep, yeah. just keep going. Yeah, it's and, like tunnel, yeah. you've kind of got tunnel vision because yeah. you're you're just on the treadmill mm -hmm. sometimes it's only when you take time back to kind of reflect like you say looking back over yeah. the year and you're like oh my god look how many episodes I did how yeah. people I spoke to yeah. and the fact that we're sitting in a room surrounded by merch in the anatomy rooms in a new studio yeah. like when before you were kind of you know doing it it's from work from my work wasn't yeah, it from yeah, your work yeah. at the weekend and stuff yeah. and, and like and you're you're kind of Figuring out that work-life thing when you're doing an aside, a side hustle, yeah, yeah. <laughs> as they call it, yeah. and it is really difficult, and yeah. it can it can really test your a lot of things about you, like your relationships and things, by mm. trying to invest so much yeah. in in your creative projects. I, yeah. I think it's kind of for me definitely beneficial to have like a separate mm -hmm. space. Cause I know I had like a spare bedroom, all this kind of getting clogged yeah. up. With all yeah. this kind of stuff. <laughs> So, you know, it's going to get to a point where your partner's going to be like, you need to get rid of this shit. <laughs> <laughs> okay, and I think, like, this scene, I think I saw a post on your Facebook about, are you, like, I think you shared the, the post that Jim shared about anatomy in space. Mm -hmm. I got in touch with him. It's kind of just kind of lined up really well. Yeah, the person yeah, yeah. was moving out, and then I could, you know, get in here in the next couple of months and stuff. Uh, so, yeah, it kind of worked out really well. It's a great so. space for you as yeah. long as yeah. what you want to do, you know. Yeah. Like, it's really if, you, if you grow again, then you can grow into the anatomy rooms into yeah. another space yeah. as well, which yeah. is really cool, like, yeah. you know. And you're also in this, like, kind of creative hub, and you get to meet people and speak mm -hmm. to people and hear about things that are happening, and that's a huge part of it, it's been part of a network. 
Yeah. Oh yeah, definitely. definitely. Yeah. And stepping out your front door to go and do it as well. Yeah. You know, that's, yeah. That can be dangerous, like yeah. working at home when you're trying well, to grow stuff. I kind of have the problem of like, I don't know when to stop because it's my, my studio is in my house and I'm like, I can work till really late. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then you look up and you're like, oh, dinner should have happened seven hours ago. <laughs> Crap. <laughs> Too late. Yeah, <laughs> you, know, you know, you end up having that strange sort of, well, like, there's benefits. There's benefits having a home yeah. studio, but yeah, like, yeah. Yeah. going to work feels quite good as well. Like, exactly, having yeah. that the separation in your mind of like knowing when you walk out and close the door, you're going to mm. go and live your other life. Yeah. yeah. Um, which is, I think, the lines often blur. Yeah. Um, yeah. Oh, definitely. Yeah. And you guys also, you got a cocoon studio yeah, as well. Yeah. 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 So we're just waiting on <laughs> potential funding coming through for that, yeah. uh, and we've got a couple of projects lined up. I got funding as well for a, a ten-year Muda Collapse show, so hoping to curate like ten artists that have featured on the blog over yeah. the years, uh, old and new artists, I guess. Uh, so we're just in the process. I kind of had so much of it organised yeah. in my head, uh, and now I just have to basically email people and make it happen, kind of mm-hmm. thing. Uh, I'm saying eh quite a lot. But yeah. <laughs> I'm a consummate professional. <laughs> I'll have you know. I think it's amazing that you're talking about an idea that you're still working on. I find that yeah. I'm not so fluent about yeah. it. It's like um, uh, the stuff you've done just like rolls off the yeah, tongue. Yeah, because it? you're yeah. well versed in it. But like at the moment, I'm doing a project that I got funding for through VACMA, so the Visual Arts and Crafts Makers Awards, which I think there's still applications are still open for the next round of funding, and I would encourage people to apply. I would encourage people to apply so much that I did a a video for Creative Scotland about it with uh, some of the other uh, previous uh, award recipients and that was good. Um, But that project has basically given me a chance to, I designed it to be self-reflexive, to look at my practice as a whole, like all the bits of it. Like, uh, you know, I've got different ways that I work with my photography, with my digital collage and my paper collage and my street art stuff and trying to like uh, kind of get some sense to the chaos mm-hmm. like uh, I thought all these things were competing with each other but um, from doing the project I realised they're not and there is like harmony mm-hmm. in it but the work that I'm developing yeah. it feels really difficult to talk about it because it's still in the like mm-hmm. development stage of me just playing and stuff. Uh, Nipper from New Art like was really good with that stuff because he did he did like paste ups and then he did collaborative paste-ups as well that were very different from his stuff and then he did like paintings and mini wooden boards and he had like four or five things and he basically said that he created a band yeah in his head so there was like the bass player who does the paste-ups and then the lead guitarist who like yeah. does the really fancy stuff and I was like that's such a great way to separate yeah because I'm the same it's like am I like a blogger or am I like a filmmaker or am I like a photographer or am I like an artist am I a street artist am I like yeah. a stencil guy like <laughs> I want to paint as well you know there's like all these different facets and there's also you know? like a like a subculture for each one of those things and you feel like if you're gonna dabble yeah. And you want people to take you seriously. Like, I find it, yeah, you yeah. know, I don't ever want to be, like, an amateur at anything that I do. Like, I'm, like, when I do something, I'm, like, foot on the gas. Like, yeah. I want to yeah. do this, and I want to do it the, to the best of my ability. Yeah. Which, you kind of want to earn your stripes and yeah. stuff, really, you yeah. know? Yeah, and you want to you wanna try, try really hard. But I guess, like, I can be a bit of a perfectionist, which is good and bad, because it makes me, like, revise, revise, revise what I'm doing. But at the same time, I'm never happy with what I've done but I think that is part of being an artist or a creative is that that's what drives you to do new stuff yeah. because if you sat down and went 
Wow, look at that. That's, that's amazing. amazing. I've peaked. <laughs> <laughs> that's enough of that. Time to down tools. <laughs> I can go home. I know. It's time to solve world problems. Like, uh, no, I think that you've got to keep, like, I don't know, that kind of drive to, to better yeah. whatever you're doing. Well, I, I find it's like experimentation. You know, yeah. like you're just constantly experimenting and trying new things and then you stumble across something you like and run with it for a bit and then you'll do something else with something else like because I used to do a lot of like club visuals yeah. so I would like discover like an old VHS tape that had like a certain style to it so I would yeah. like start using that for a lot of my visuals or like the equipment you get changes so, like and you, you'll find that with the audio stuff yeah. as well you know yeah. you're, you're constantly kind of pushing that forward and looking for, for better gear or stuff that allows you to operate in a different sphere so you can go mobile now which yeah. is really cool yeah. you know I think it's having the space to do that though to play and to experiment and yeah. there's a lot of time I feel like well for a lot of this year I was on like a treadmill of deadline 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 you've got to make all this stuff for this date and I'm just like churning it out <laughs> like and then I'm like look at that that's shite <laughs> and I'm like I'll put it in a frame anyway and then and then someone will buy it and they'll be really pleased with it and I'm like okay that's just me like yeah. putting too much yeah. pressure on myself but at the same time it's been nice to step back and I look forward to the next few months of, of not well I know I've got Etsy kind of looming but at the same time kind of thinking more about what I'm doing and not just being on my hamster wheel. Yeah, yeah. what do you think? Yeah, yeah. like doing my, my crazy, <laughs> crazy eyes. Yeah, so do you guys like, sorry to you, um, do you think like, you know, come like December time, then January, New Year, that kind of break, is that when you kind of use that downtime as well? Yeah. Or are you kind of still kind of like doing creating stuff where you think, no, that's my downtime, get back on it in New Year, I mean, get well, back normally, to it. Well, normally, I mean, for, for me anyway, the outside projects yeah. are all done then. Yeah. The weather's too bad, so all you have is, you, you know, you've got your studio and that's kind of your time to yeah it's like a, a fallow sort of period I can paint yeah. so that's really nice you know, get just like straight few do you weeks. actually paint over Christmas though because I always say I'm going to and then I find myself in my pajamas yeah. watching, oh, I, I, de I watching, definitely take a good chunk of time off for Christmas like I'm not doing anything like yeah uh, <laughs> actual Christmas time but yeah like around yeah for sure Mm. And like this year, obviously, there's some new artists doing some painted doors as well, wasn't there? Yeah, yeah. yeah so we had, um, how many have we had? I think we're going to be up to about 13 or something. Mm. So there's been quite a few. Um, that's not including you and uh, um, Laura and Suzanne and that, you know, the ones that were in April. So it's, it's quite a lot now. We're getting up to about 40, I think, okay. or will be by the time we're finished. Wow. So, um, that's a lot. Yeah, no, it's, been, it's been good. We've got yeah, a few to go. Yeah. I just started my one today. Oh, oh did you? Yeah, a little bit I started of prim priming the door. Oh, so nice. The door is ready. So it might be ready, I guess, by the time yeah. this is out. I picked yeah, up my stencils as well. So I got my, my stencils laser cut at Peacocks. Oh, okay. oh, nice. So it's the first time I've used that service properly. Uh, okay. Which was quite cool. It was quite Excuse weird. Really, <laughs> really weird. Like seeing a computer take something you've like drawn by hand and then just replicate it. Yeah. You know, like it was quite. Uh, yeah, there was something slightly unnerving about it. Yeah. You know, oh, yeah, like, seeing that. I'm totally replaceable <laughs> by this laser. Yeah, like, but then, you know, uh, it was probably like 100 hours of cutting stencils. Well, like, yeah, you saved yourself from getting on a side. And also, like, have you seen the, um, like, the art that computers make? Like, did they not have... Oh, just from themselves? Yeah, like, like, like pulling things off of the internet. And yeah. they, they made these, like, Technicolor mashups of, like, 
animals, like dogs and cats, and then like porn and like all this like, <laughs> and it was so weird, but it was amazing. And I was like, oh no, they're after my job as well. <laughs> I thought I was cornering the market and like creepy, horrible shit, and they're uh, bloody computers stealing our jobs. <laughs> I'm saying it's like 3D printing as well I'm like imagine the day when you could sit down and print yourself a rad pair of trainers you'd be like oh it's gonna have they're gonna have wings (laughs) and like a four feet tip (laughs) (laughs) you've already done wing trainers (laughs) (laughs) I had a friend who bought some they were horrible (laughs) see I've got no original ideas (laughs) I saw that Jason and the Argonauts (laughs) (laughs) wing boots The secret's out. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But yeah, no, I'm, I'm quite looking forward to uh, getting cracking with the door. Although cool. it's like, as we were saying about the uh, time of year, like the weather forecast for the next week is pretty much just raining. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 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 It's meant to be a bit warmer though. So uh, it, yeah, there'll be there'll be dry spells in between that I can get down yeah. and just get a bit a bit done to it, like you know. But I, w- I really want to like let people know it's happening. So yeah. If they want to come down and engage with oh, me, then cool. they've got that opportunity to do that. You know, so I think that's like the kind of key with the street stuff is that you can see it happening and you yeah, can be. Yeah, yeah. You know, you can be a spectator to it yeah, beyond yeah, just yeah, like an sure. Instagram post or whatever, yeah. which is um, really nice. Get lots of good um, feedback as well. Um, weirdly, remember after, was it Dream One Inspired Nights? I went and did some paste-ups and there was someone getting like, was it wedding photos taken? <laughs> wedding photos taken in the background and we were like, I was like working away. Yeah. And uh, we just saw this, this couple coming down, yeah, these green cool. getting wedding photos taken mm-hmm. and we were sort of like loitering about <laughs> doing some... Did some street art, which is quite cool. So, do you think, I guess, like, it was when Trump threw that, they probably walked past that previously and be like, that's the door, we're getting a nice bit of like, background picture and stuff. Yeah, well, I've, I've seen I've, that previously. Yeah. It's ah. been, I've, I've seen it in other other photographs. I right. think um, that particular area has become very Instagrammable. Yes. Yeah. Well, like, hard grinding and video in, in you know, like, the, the space that's become, like, the free space. Yeah. yeah. So, there's like, and it's really cool, like there was kids hanging around with a camera, they were filming something as well, yeah. like, you know, like little fashion shoots, oh, and, like, you know, all this sort of stuff. Yeah. So it, it, that's so good to see, like, that's yeah. really, like, Yeah, encouraging amazing. people to get down to those areas where oh. previously you would have been, like, I mean, I don't think the only time I would have walked down there would have been when I was walking to the tunnels or something, yeah. or walking away from the tunnels at night, and even then I'd be like, you better hustle. I see people that are like out looking for stuff, and I go up to them, and I'm like, oh, are you looking for the, for the street art stuff? And if they say yes, then I like tell them, you know, like, I'm one of the tour guides, so like I can tell you where some of the are secret you, bits are. Are you like um, the sort of Mr. Tumnus of the, <laughs> of the, of the street art? the corner. I mean, I do, you will hear my pan pipes when you're looking at street art, like, and I'll appear. Yeah, like that. under under a street light, John's just there, hello, are you searching for the street art? I can help you. Actually, the first time Pretty I much. met you, like, remember... Was he standing under a street light? I just got to finish up our chat, and then I think... <laughs> Did I run, run outside? Who <laughs> hears hooves? Someone's looking at a mural, I must go! <laughs> <laughs> it's just like you saw like cause it's like this new art stuff and then like you finish your tour and then I think a friend was taking like uh, pals that were visiting from America like, away from America and then John just went to like full like new art mode and stuff like you know like a little like 50 minute discussion yeah, and stuff you know? it, it, it's quite nice though because like I've always found people up here can be quite standoffish yeah you know and like having that shared thing to talk to them about is like 
you know, like I, I can see anyone in the street now, and if they're looking at a door or looking at some some of the street art, then I can I've I have a reason to have a conversation with yeah, them, yeah. and it's going to be a conversation that's going to enlighten them mm-hmm. and hopefully give them a good perception of Aberdeen. Mm-hmm. Oh, they you know. love it, because, like, if they're looking for, like, say, a big piece, you know, like, the high road piece down the East Green, yeah. and quite a lot of people don't go far enough, so mm. you're kind of like, oh, you show them and everything. Uh, I was a woman from London with her pal the other day, and, like, I yeah. told them and, like, directed them to, like, three heracute pieces that yeah. nobody really, well, like, goes to see, you know, and it's like, yeah, if you go down here, take a left, take a right, down the lane, you'll yeah. see this, you know. So it's and really like, cool being able to help people. Yeah, so then it's, like, the little Isaac Cordell as well, or, yeah. you know, so people... There's things that people don't spot, even though they're they're looking for it, and you can. Yeah. If you and there's stuff that. that's not on the map as well, so yeah. it's like you know, just trying to make sure people kind of understand like what we're doing, and you know, to, to kind of stop and look up as well. And they all go like, "Oh my god, there's something up there! I didn't yeah. even realise yeah. I've been staring at it yeah. for five minutes above your head." You know. So what's like people's responses been like to New Art this year? And they also like the documentary film came out on BBC Alba. Was it mm-hmm. last month? Featuring Jenny. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Cameo. Yeah. That, that was a total fluke though. I, that was a day that I was down doing my paste up at East Green and BBC Alba happened to come along when I was doing that. And I chatted to them, I think twice. And I didn't realise that they were filming me. I thought they were filming like the street as mm-hmm. to sort of do like location shots because there was going to be stuff happening there so they could retrospectively like you know show the difference or something yeah. and then like uh, you know you obviously told me oh you're in it and I was like mm-hmm. oh that's great you know, it, was, it was really cool because uh, yeah it was, really nice. it was a great Short. yeah yeah uh, I mean they, they came on board quite late yeah. like for the for the filming and stuff because Martin from New Art is uh, not shy but he just doesn't really engage with a lot of these kind of things mm-hmm. and they get a lot of requests for these type of programs but He's just not really that interested. Uh, but he had a really good chat with the team from Midas who produced it and decided it was a good opportunity to yeah. actually like speak a bit about his uh, experiences with street art and with the festival and with the stuff they do in Stavanger. And then, you know, the guys got to see what it's like for us, which I think was really nice. Like yeah. I said that to them after watching it. I felt, watching it, how I felt when I was running about at midnight setting up projectors yeah. and doing all the stressful stuff. Yeah. Uh, you know, the only thing they, they apologised to us as well, because we're like, oh, you know, we had like hours and hours of footage and we had so much stuff that we had to try and create a story that would make sense. Yeah. And of course, there, there could have been like 20 lead characters <laughs> in that story, but they had to kind of pare it down a bit. So there was, you know, the five kind of artist stories that kind of played out and stuff. Mm-hmm. But I think they did a really good job. And like, certainly from New Art's yeah. point of view, like everyone was really chuffed to kind of see what they managed to pull together and... You know, just just to see it from from both sides. Yeah. You know, and to see like the kind of crowds and stuff, and then to also be able to link it with like the painted door stuff as well. Mm-hmm. You know, which I think is is something that's maybe a bit undervalued mm-hmm. uh, in some quarters. You know, because painted doors really set a precedent of artwork in the streets. You know, and really, it kind of gave new art such a such a welcome to the city, you know, because we had the doors happening already, yeah, so it was really yeah. cool that, that they were linked to that. Accessibility, yeah, you know? for sure. Yeah. And, I mean, it's, it's it's something I'm still working on because I've, I've got my zine almost ready, which is like basically 20 years of street art in Aberdeen, yeah. uh, which I started working on before the last, the first new art last year, uh, and I've finally pulled enough stuff together, and even then it still only scratches the surface of what was happening, but, you know, we've always had street art in Aberdeen. Yeah. Uh, it just hasn't been recognised, I guess, or it hasn't been on a scale that people identify with the way they yeah. deal with new art. Yeah. I don't think it's been allowed to breathe. Yeah, I yeah. I think it was 
cut off before it could even get yeah, going. Yeah, I mean, like I say, with the police thing, like I was actually, like the police yeah. stopped me from doing stuff for a long time because of how how I got treated. It's, just, and, it's a totally yeah, different environment now because yeah. you get yeah. people doing stuff and it's like nothing's happening. Mm-hmm. So that's not really the same <laughs> environment yeah. since like yeah. painted doors and yeah. Yeah. Whereas I was, I was in cells for like toy soldier stencils and Lego bricks <laughs> and like <laughs> and, like shitty walls and Queen's Cross and stuff. <laughs> so it's like in a back lane on somebody's garage. Oh my god. There's an orange toy soldier here, Henry! <laughs> Call the police! Call the brothers! <laughs> Just like, I think there are worse things to be worrying about than that. Like, yeah. Know? And plus, I was doing it to try and show people if you're going to do stuff, like, you know, if you're going to write or whatever, like, be good. You know, practice. <laughs> Don't practice on somebody's, like, back wall. Go and do it in your own back wall, and then when you've got some skills, like, or got some levels, like, go and do it in the streets, you know? But, uh,. You know, and it's something that's something we're seeing now with like the local street art stuff. Yeah. You know, there's like different levels to it, mm-hmm. and there's like some guys are just like purely having a bit of fun, and they're mm-hmm. kind of like just doing their thing. And then there's other people that are seeing it as like a real kind of career thing, and it's something they're really investing in. So it's it's nice seeing different approaches to it, yeah. you know, yeah. and being able to like see a, a kind of scene and a bit of a community growing from it as well. Yeah, uh, yeah it's And that nice. totally includes like all the doors stuff as well, yeah. and the stuff you you're doing, Jenny. Uh, I like throw up with all their yeah throw up gallery like you know yeah. I mean there's there's loads of us that I guess have been doing stuff on the periphery that have come together through it yeah through, yeah. through uh, painted doors and new art which is really nice which it's is cool. funny I felt like it was really new to me but I felt like it was quite welcoming like everybody wasn't like what do you think you're doing yeah. <laughs> you're not a street artist yeah. and like obviously classic. Imposter syndrome. I'm like, I'm not right. I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> I'll go home and stick some things together. But like yeah. I usually everyone do. has to start, don't they? Yeah, everyone yeah. has to have a beginning when you're doing oh, like the well, that's funny completely. Uh, like Hayuro, she's a fine artist originally. She's so for new art, and she's uh, now you know painting murals all over mm-hmm. the world. Blah, blah blah. But her first thing she did was a door mm-hmm. in uh, like I can't remember which country she was painting this. Mm-hmm. That was her first piece. So it's kind of like everyone has to do their first thing yeah and it's yeah. just like i know some of the painted doors artists maybe are not going to go that route or whatever but it's just a different way of thinking about your environment a different way of working yeah. with yourself yeah. and like, scale like and paul having having all those like street chats with people and stuff and yeah. it, i think it really affected him didn't it it you did know? yeah it's just a totally different environment and you know just see what happens it's just that freedom for the artists in the city yeah. you know to sort of just explore stuff. I guess it was for you guys next year, um, John and Mary, like the whole new art stuff will kick off again, won't it? Yeah, yeah. The April time yeah. again, yeah. yeah. Yeah, so quite looking forward to it <laughs> and uh, getting getting a bit more involved, hopefully, and just seeing a bit more and doing a bit more for yeah. it as well, you know? Yeah. Uh, I think they've got a, a few of the artists are already kind of sorted for it, I believe. Right. Uh, but I'm not allowed to say any of who they are because I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> but I kind of I've, I've heard a few names bandied about. Mm-hmm. Uh, so yeah, they should they should have a good a good lineup for it again. Uh, but you know, I'm I'm excited about doing my door. Yeah, you know, that's cool. <laughs> yeah, it'll be me stepping out. It's like, hey, I write a blog, but I make art too. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's the thing. It's like, you know, and then can I do a blog post about my own art? Yes. Is that a bit weird? No, I'll guest write it. Oh yeah. In, in, uh, in the third person. 
in the style of MOC. Yeah, like, it'll be like, oh, I'm doing my door, it's pure, it's pure banging, doing here. Like, I don't know, like, yeah. It's popping off. And then, and then I'll be like, hey, wait, I'm a blogger now. I'm mm-hmm. ghostwriting. Yeah. yeah, but that's the thing, I think everyone wears a lot of different hats. Yeah. Um, I, think, I think there's nothing wrong with that as yeah. well, you know. Like, yeah. Well, so. and, and the thing, I mean, we've just like, well, almost just finished a, a new mural commission up in Shedixley for the sports yeah, centre up there. Yeah, that's cool. Yeah. You know, that the, uh, kind of Mary designed it out and we worked with the, the guys at Sport Aberdeen to kind of come up with a, a design concept yeah. that kind of fitted with their needs, but gave us the kind of creative freedom to do, uh, to have fun with it, you know. Mm. And it's like thinking about what we did. I mean, the mural's hundred or almost over 150 square metres. So the idea of us painting something that size and that scale, like before doing doors and before being part of new art, yeah, like no, just would just... have been so daunting. Mm-hmm. I mean, it but... still was to be fair. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> it was but, like, but once the first lines were down and colour yeah. was down, you no, know, yeah. I mean we basically done it in like five days, yeah. five and a half days. But I think you totally learn all the pitfalls and things and all the like easy mistakes that you can make and better ways of doing things yeah, yeah, yeah. and well, yeah mean, there's only one way to do it and that's to do it like mm-hmm. you can't think your way out of it you know like you just have to yeah yeah definitely it. <laughs> because it's like it's there in front of you and it's not like when you work on something in the studio and if it goes wrong you're like well i could just hide yeah. that away <laughs> <laughs> turn it over and use the other side or like burn it it's, um, it's not like a pencil and rubber job is it no <laughs> it's so <laughs> not um I know that's the thing. Cause you can't always paint over it. Not like well, worst, but yeah, yeah. With the paste up thing, like if I've only printed it once or whatever, like yeah. I've got one shot of getting it right, you know. And uh, the one that went a bit. Yeah, well, exactly. So I did the the painted doors one, and then immediately after, I got commissioned to do one. This was indoors yeah. um, at premises in Aberdeen down at the Pier Bistro down at the beach, and they have this like super matte emulsion walls. So it's like once something's on it it's like that's it so okay. I, the first time I did one of the pieces it didn't go right and I had to redo it but I'm glad that I redid it rather than leaving it in a well I think it was up there and it was passable but it wasn't how I wanted it to look yeah. and I don't want something to people to look at it and go well that looks a bit rough <laughs> so I, I learned very quickly that the wall surface is mm. key and knowing yeah. that and just going along and before I do anything like that, making sure I know exactly what I'm dealing with mm-hmm. so I don't rock up, kind of. Yeah. Yeah. So I, I just get that from Mary, so she would just point out everything like, his head's too big, that's not right. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. It's like, but that, that was quite nerve-wracking as well. Joking, so, I'm joking. Yeah, I, I was working with people who were in the restaurant still there and I was working away and stuff. And, you know, it's like doing the outdoor stuff. People are like quite inquisitive um, and I quite like chatting to people um, unless I'm doing like a really 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 tricky bit yeah. at which point I'm like I'm not even breathing <laughs> never mind never mind answering Fitzart <laughs> like so uh, we, we had that we tried to do like a little bit of public engagement for the for the Sherixley job uh-huh. uh, but they, we didn't really have enough time to do it properly but we went up for a day and left like feedback cards and it was things like we want a steam room <laughs> missed the whole point of what we were asking for it was you know uh, what Sherry means to them and how we could incorporate some of those images into the design like you know trees and all this kind of stuff and you know it's like we want we want the steam room and we want this and we want that and then where's the rowing machine uh, there was a a few others that were quite negative you know like kind of like ripping into it a little bit and it's like well 
you haven't really understood what we're asking for, but then we haven't really had time to ask you properly as well. Yeah. But everyone that's walked past has been like so complimentary when we've been painting. Oh, they're loving it, like yeah, everyone's nice. just come up to us and been like, "Oh, this is great!" Like adding color to the, yeah. to the facade and the building and stuff. You know, I really love what you are doing. You know, we had like kids came up and they were asking about it, and we were yeah. telling them, you know, like go and try and be an artist because it's you know it's fun, it's fun and it's yeah. cool and you get to keep you can do yeah. stuff like this if like you're lucky. Doors, you know? yeah. So it's really it's really nice like to see to be, to be able to start doing these yeah. kind of things and and hopefully like this project will be the start of more more yeah. you know yeah, yeah. so it'll it's lead to the out, next thing out with the city centre as well because a lot of everything yeah. has been fo- focused I totally um, on that so um, and I mean I grew up in Maastricht so Sheriffsley was like my local sports centre yeah. pretty much so like it was really nice to see somewhere that I had grown up with actually starting to change and, and, and to see there was a real community there as well yeah. actually was really nice because I've always been quite down about where I grew up or, yeah. or it was a little bit kind of rough and ready but I think everyone but, is like the place that you grew up like if someone yeah. asks you where you grew up and they're like what do you think of it and you're like shite like mm. it could be yeah. like a beautiful place like uh, somewhere really yeah. nice and rural but all Best you remember yeah but all you remember yeah. is being like a teenager bored or you're not and you're like I hate, I hate uh, everything like, yeah. and, and well, I yeah. discovered I was the problem because we were we were we were, <laughs> the little, the way. we were the little hackers that were running about causing trouble. <laughs> you know, we were bringing the place down. Like, no, like, now you down. can build yeah. it back up. But you know, there's there's a real community there, and it's yeah. you know, and it extends to to people that work in the local businesses, to people that live there, to you know, old people that are using the sports center. There's young people coming in. You know, there's like a whole range of service users in those kind of spaces, and. It's been really cool to to see that and to engage with them as well and to have those conversations with them uh, just in passing and stuff. You know, it's been really, really nice. Uh, we just have to kind of get another day at it and hopefully we'll be, we'll be finished in time for the big relaunch, yeah. which will be really nice. Nice. Uh, but, you know, but again, it's uh, that job has come about because of contacts yeah. that we've kind of made through friends and through some of the new art stuff as well. Uh, and just like you were saying earlier about you know kind of the scene in Aberdeen and people and kind of getting to know people in that you yeah. know and it's it's the kind of thing where we really hope and it's the same with the studio that opportunities that we maybe can't step up to we'll be in a position to put our friends forward for yeah you know what I mean and yeah, then yeah, like yeah. it starts to give other people opportunities to do stuff where we can like bring them on board to help so then they get the experiences that we're getting yeah. and it's just that thing of like. Like you were saying about being humble and being mm-hmm. quite kind of cool about stuff, you know, it's like I've been really lucky with the opportunities that I've been afforded by people uh, on their projects. So it's only right that if I can help others through the do the same thing, then I will, you know. Oh yeah, absolutely. <coughs> I percent agree. I think it's gonna like um, any way I can kind of help. I've kind of been in the process of help speaking to a couple of people, like they're doing their own podcasts and stuff, and. Mm-hmm. Like, I always kind of say, like, I don't have copyright on podcasts and never yeah. want to. So yeah. if I can help someone else do something positive in Aberdeen as a podcast, and it's like, even if it's about creativity, it's about a different angle and stuff, like, go yeah. for it. I'm 100% supportive of those, yeah, like, yeah. You know, anyone. Because I always thought about it. It's like, yeah, in the long term, I have no kind of end goal, you know? And I think yeah. when you're doing something, like, having this kind of outlet, and a lot of people do kind of ask me at work as well, like, oh, so what's the kind of... It doesn't have to be. It's yeah, like yeah. sometimes you need to get away from like this goal-oriented yeah. thinking. Like I'm like that in my work. Like 
don't get obsessed with like, oh, I need to make like ten pictures, hurry up. Um, but why don't you like, why don't you like play about and find new ways of working yeah. and. Like you say, with other people doing podcasts, you've got your own spin on it, yeah. and your own way of mm-hmm. working, and that might change and develop. And yeah, you don't know where it's going, but yeah. I think that's exciting. Oh, definitely. Yeah. If you yeah. had this very linear path in front of you, you probably wouldn't want to keep doing it yeah. if you knew exactly. the outcome. Yeah. yeah. That's the thing, and yeah. it's that's what keeps it exciting for you. The only reason you want to keep being creative is because I don't know you're you're excited or you're interested in something, and I think if you take the fun out of it by making it like project managing yeah. it. <laughs> Yeah. Having a critical path. Yeah. yeah. You don't want that. Yeah. But, you know, if opportunities come up to get paid for doing stuff of course. as well, then it's Yeah, well, that's my thing. If someone good, offers me something, thing. I put up yeah. my hand and go, yeah, I'll do that, I'll yeah. do that. Yeah, sure. I mean, I, I, I'd say that's one of my big regrets, is not trying to do more with the stuff I've done. But you you've know. got probably got loads of experience from, yeah. from all the time that you have doing yeah. all these other projects. Right. Well, the, the thing I, I, I always kind of reconcile with in my head is that because I'm doing it on my own and I'm working full time and I'm getting paid to work, I can put the right energy into doing the blog stuff. So yeah. I can do it and like, you know, if I don't like somebody's work or I don't like the music or whatever, then, you know, I won't do anything with it because yeah. it's yeah. false to me. Like I'm not going to write a review just to like suck up someone's ass. Yeah. You yeah. know what I mean? Like, or if somebody's a bit off, then I'm just like not interested. But it means, you know, at the same time, like, I, I kind of see opportunities where I maybe could have done more in the past or I could have, like, taken it to that next level. So that's kind of where I think I'm at, you know, is trying to see how how I can make it sustainable and get away from the kind of nine-to-five that does my head in. Yeah, I know, think... Which is, um, is hard. It's a hard one. What I've kind of liked about getting back into the sort of art kind of community is that I'm not the only one that has a job that isn't... I'm not a full-time artist. Yeah. And it's nice to feel like there's other people that live lives like that. Yeah. Which is... Yeah, because you kind of... Sometimes you all get together and you're like, oh, yeah, it's really difficult to do all these things. And you're like, oh, do you find that difficult too? <laughs> and I'm like... Oh. And I'm like, so you, like, eat yogurt at, like, three in the morning crying too? Yeah, I mean, that's what I do. Like, but, you know... What's well, that thing, is it? It's like, it's like the tortured artist. It's like, I must create my art and I have... Rooms full of sketchbooks, and it's like I like do one drawing like every like three months or something. <laughs> but, but you know, does that true. make me any less of a fucking no, artist because of thing. that? You know, that's the thing. Because I'm doing creative stuff in other ways. You know, yeah. And I've always had I've always had a job, even like you know at university yeah. and things like that. And I like to you know have that. You know, you need to be. I need to be financially stable yeah. before you know. You need to get the basics covered before I can let my mind yeah. wander into being creative. Well, I mean, if definitely. you don't have money, that's a huge worry, which yeah. takes you away. Yeah, that exactly. Back to real life, so you've got to sort real life out before you can go off. Yeah, before and, you can let yeah. your mind be be like relaxed enough to be creative. Yeah. I find it really hard to be creative when I'm stressed out and like yeah. big lulls in my creative kind of flow in my life have been when I've had lots of other things going on, like far too much stress or personal things yeah. happening. I, I find projects are really hard to complete if I've got loads of other stuff on. Yeah. Or if I'm working a lot at, at the day job, then it's like, like I'll go like six weeks without doing anything on the blog. Yeah, because it's like, how can you prioritise it? Yeah. Like when there's, you're trying to keep like all these other plates spinning. Yeah. yeah. Um, and I used to sometimes feel like that's where some of my imposter syndrome comes from is I'm not doing this full time so that Ergo, yeah. I must not be very good at it. Yeah, and you know, yeah. and people will ask you, so are you going to like give up your other job to support yourself? And you're like, 
settle down. Like, <laughs> like, well, you know, if I got to that point, I'd be absolutely like, yeah, yeah, I'd, I'd be totally uh, made up. But like, uh, but that's it. There's there's no one path like no. that suits all. You know, there's like no. there's so many of us are in that position. I think where we're kind of we're out doing stuff and we're out making and we're out creating and we're out podcasting, but we're all having to do the like shitty Life work. Stuff. As, as well, well. And, and the life stuff yeah. I had a yeah. conversation today as well with an artist who had taken time off to be full time and found it really hard. like you know you get pressure. to the point where it's like right make art now pressure alright all you got to do is make art and it was like it's it's a very yeah. difficult balance tap. yeah turn on the tap kind of thing and it might not you know and then you're kind of like oh so doing other things and doing sort of a variety of things can actually help creativity it's, just, it's all about balance like what yeah. Makes you able yeah. to do. But also, like, you know, I think that's a good point to speak about collaborating with people. Yeah. And looking at opportunities and engaging with projects in your city or even creating your own projects. Yeah. I think that's something yeah. that's really valuable is like, maybe you're not able to, to do what you want to do, but maybe I can help Jenny with a paste up or maybe I can help Mary with a painted door or maybe there's like another artist wants a video. And I think there's real value in helping others who are oh, also. Yeah doing stuff yeah, and struggling sure. you know and then you know when when you're stuck with a problem like you know you need to learn how to weld something you know i've got a guy that can do that you know what i mean yeah, so then yeah. then you start to skill share yeah. and it just it, it helps everyone in the long run really do you, you ever know? feel sometimes you need to you need to disconnect from the community as well to be immerse yourself in your own ideas and projects yeah, you feel like you need to unplug from yeah. yeah so I think you have to I think, yeah. can I just say that Jenny stole that question from me that was my next question I was like, <laughs> <laughs> it's like so, mind reading yeah. 4G brain connection <laughs> it's almost Halloween after all <laughs> <laughs> of like um, research where you're kind of taking in all the ideas and then you definitely have like development phase where you are then you need your you know you need to put up your sort of uh, hermit wall and mm -hmm. become fully hermit yeah which yeah, involves coming to cocoon yeah just hanging out with us yeah. hopefully yeah busted um, <laughs> <laughs> but that's the thing I think like Sometimes when I go out and I do too many things and look at too many things and I'm like having those conversations about loads of different things, my brain's like whirring and I need to go and like... It's what? Whirring. Oh, whirring. Mm -hmm. It was very Scottish. Whirring. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, <laughs> I need to come back and like have a gestation period or something. Yeah, yeah, like Because yeah. I think I'm a big believer in that your subconscious is like has a huge part in it. So you can absorb all these things, look at things, read things, listen to things, talk to people, and your mind's like working it over in the background. Mm -hmm. And sometimes when I've been struggling with something for ages, trying to make something or whatever, I go away and leave it. And I come back and like I'll literally move like two things in the collage and I'm like, that's it. <laughs> but like at the time I was like, ah, I hate this. This is awful. That looks stupid. It's the worst thing I've it's, ever done. Yeah, it's so contrived. This is hokey. Like, oh, like why don't you just start crocheting things, Jenny? And yeah, like obviously I'm my own worst critic. Um, but like I think it, there's that balance between staying connected but not feeling overwhelmed I think I would compare it to like when you're using social media yeah. like sometimes it's great and you're chatting to people and you're seeing loads of things and you're like buzzing about it and other times you're like like my phone needs to go in the sea like yeah. I, I don't if I have to look at one more like poached egg 
I'm yeah. gonna go Raj. Like, <laughs> yeah. but you were really on, like, you were really on social. Media. Yeah, I'm social media. Yeah, yeah. I was gonna say something, but I'm not gonna say it on there. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna behave myself. Um, yeah, I kind you of love like, social media. Yeah, don't I love you? it. Yeah. <laughs> have, you, have you found it um, like quite a lot? Because you've kind of I found it quite a lot just because, like, equally, you have to kind of when you're doing something like this, it's like an audio thing. And on these like Instagram, which has been kind of like, even though it's like a visual kind of outlet. Yeah. Mm. Yes, like you want to keep people interested in what you're doing. But then there's also these bits when I'm kind of like, I have to have a fucking rant. I was going to talk some shit. Yeah. And then like, oh fuck this shit. Actually, <laughs> 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 you know, you think of a person putting it out, and like, then. But do you feel it's like that thing, that adds to it though? Because the podcast is is like as much as it is about talking to people in the yeah. community, it is very much about you as well and your persona yeah. Yeah. and the way you speak to people and ask questions yeah. so I, I don't think it detracts from that I think yeah. that it adds yeah. to it and people mm. want to know but do you does it daunt you that people want to know what you've got to say about things I don't, I don't think people want to know what I've got to say about things it's like, <laughs> I, I just talk shit and I openly say I, I ramble and I talk shit like I'm doing something I really like doing that I got in trouble for in primary and secondary school talking in class yeah just talking uh, yeah just talking shit so I'm just like <laughs> Yeah, I don't really think like people really kind of think like it's fine. I'm the same because I just draw dicks on walls, <laughs> but now it's called street art. <laughs> God. I mean, I mean, if only they'd known. I know our proximity to Queen Street Police Station is great. Yeah, yeah very I've been there, been there, <laughs> been there, done that. Drew a willy on the wall in the cell. <laughs> Have. <laughs> <laughs> my only regret <laughs> yeah I think like I don't if somebody kind of asked my opinion or thought my opinion needed like kind of value I kind of freaked me out a bit you know mm. like I mean like kind of feel like established well enough to be like saying oh yeah this is my opinion on this pay stuff and stuff you know it's like because I don't really put stuff out there I'm very much guarded about my personal stuff uh, like, see I had I had yeah. this as well man because I've written like the mood blog for like 10 years and I've got no formal art training mm-hmm. like my entry to like art was higher well standard grade higher art at secondary school college and then basically going out with a girl who was at Grey's with like loads of people who were doing like ace stuff mm-hmm. So that was my introduction and like realization that you know there was this kind of creative scene in Aberdeen, and it's something I've really struggled with like a little bit. You know, it's like imposter syndrome, like who am I to speak about art? But then I've just been invited back to like speak to the students at Graves about like art and culture in Aberdeen and social media. So it's like, so those people are seeing that I'm doing something that's valuable. So like I have to see that as well. You know. Do you think that you needed the validation? Did I fuck? <laughs> nah, exactly. Nah. Exactly. I didn't. I didn't. But it's really nice to have it. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like because like because you've been a Because especially with like the street art stuff, like it's at one end of a spectrum. I think for a lot of people. Yeah. And it's like slowly filtering into the more mainstream, and it's and it's becoming something that's looked at in art schools. But I think it's still in a lot of quarters kind of looked down upon, mm-hmm. you know? So it's, it's and, I've, and it, it's like funny, you know, it's like as soon as like New York came to Aberdeen, I was like, this is like the people I've been waiting to meet. Like my very first blog post said, I'm going to write and, and document street art and art and culture in Aberdeen. But 
at the time there wasn't any street art mm-hmm. or the stuff that was happening was so underground it's like yeah. I'm not going to post up that guy's like draft piece because that might get him busted <laughs> you know yeah. what I mean like so there was so it's been really interesting to see it totally like flip and now it's like oh like this guy's doing stuff and this guy's doing stuff and you know here's like this is happening and, you know do you think it's like sort of goes against what some street art's about like if it's m- too accessible do you think there's a point there where it can be like that or for for me it's like it's about the individual and about where they're coming from like if they've got a good message and they're doing it without ego Mm -hmm. then that's always going to trump the ego stuff you know because there is like every city's probably got like a banksy wannabe who's like out doing stuff right and that's like that's fine like I totally, you know, the, and this this is the thing I really love about street art is like if you want to go and put something up in the street, nobody's stopping you. Yeah. Yeah. You know, like none of us control that. Like yeah. none of us have any. Yeah, uh, it's not like any kind of, Like I have no stuff, more power yeah. than Ica has to put up a paste up, or you have to put up a paste yep. up. And I think that's like the thing that I really, I actually really love about street art is, is it's a total uh, leveler mm. for everyone. You know, yeah. so equal playing field. Yeah, know. completely. Yeah. You know, but at the same time, you know, it's like I think there is there is a lot of stuff I see down in London, and it's just you know, like it's like oh, cool. You've taken like a Disney character and you've given her tattoos, or you've you know, or you've taken a like picture of the Queen and you've done this to it. You know, there's 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 certain aesthetic tropes that have been done and done and redone but I think you could say about every art form oh well yeah yeah. you know like there's going to be those things that you feel are like yeah yeah. but I mean you know like because I've seen so much of it before like it's just not going to interest me as much you're so jaded I am (laughs) I'm a snob such a street art snob that should be your blog but you know but but I do I, I love the fact that it's a total leveler for everyone like you know and everyone like we all have as much power as the next person to go out and do stuff and I think that's like really cool you know yeah uh, you know and and it, and it even extends to the point if you like if you don't like what someone's done you can go and rip it down or you can go and paint over it or you can go and paste over it you know like this is what the graffiti guys do like you know there's yeah. all these fucking graffiti beefs and like dudes <laughs> like tagging over each other's work and all this kind of stuff See, you know like, like yeah there's like that's what I was saying about the subcultures within each kind of art form and, and like the the beefs therein yeah, yeah totally I mean it's it's been really like for me it's been it's been a learning curve, you know, because I'm so invested in it and so passionate about it that I really did have to, like, take a step back when, like, loads of other people started doing stuff, you know, mm-hmm. uh, and just kind of make sure that, like, you know, I don't become that guy who's, like, in a gallery, like, writing things off or whatever, you know? Yeah, yeah It's sure. like everyone, everyone's valid and everyone's entitled to do whatever they want to do, uh, and I'll just keep doing what I'm doing, you know? Mm-hmm. So... so. You look at me and yeah. ask you a question. Yeah. Okay, ask you a question. Uh, okay, what's been your highlight of your year? My highlight? Oh. Of your creative me year. Jeez. Bloody hell. You have to come back to me that one. No, I think actually there's been so many. Yeah, well, things. that's good. I couldn't actually kind of say this is one kind of specific thing. Actually, no, it is. Like, um, one of them was that, you know... Um, it's kind of like this is really kind of sounds egotistical, but I was gonna put these posts up about on the SoundCloud listening. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I think I got to like two thousand listens. Because back in springtime I was like, Oh so you kinda of think, Oh and then just to see that people around the world listen to it as well, yeah. it's like and then I know that like, I see some bits and like you break it down London, like Camberwell, I was like, Yeah. 
that's a family member or friend listening there. You know, <laughs> break it down. But it's really nice that even if it's through word of mouth or somebody accidentally picks up on it and listening to a few episodes, yeah. and that's going to be like a highlight for me that people just listen to other people's conversations. And mm-hmm. if anything, I think for the podcast, it's like, because I'm probably so invested in doing this and highlighting the creativity that's happening in Aberdeen, I'd like, if work comes somebody's way or somebody gets, you know, something mm-hmm. a new project happens and it's from anywhere in the UK or Europe, and then to like, oh, I'll tick the box and I'll kind of highlight Aberdeen a bit more. Yeah, yeah. There's somebody from here is doing working their ass off and stuff. And I always said, like, to people off mic or on mic, that if you're doing any kind of creative outlet, I think you guys fucking takes a lot of, yeah. you know, that takes a lot, you know, to put your personal stuff out there and be ready for criticism or any yeah. kind of backlash and stuff. Oh, and yeah. And then, you know, be fine and happy with it. And then, I think that's, I think that, I would say, that more props and more power to people who are doing that, you know, that's why I'm always going to be, like, championing people in Aberdeen doing that yeah. stuff, so that's going to be the highlight, seeing when the numbers keep going in listen, listens and stuff, so, and it's very Pacific as well, mm-hmm. you know, right, to Aberdeen, I'm kind of, actually, in a way, I'm kind of glad it is very Pacific, it's not like me in London opening up to more yeah. kind of stuff, yeah. you know, <laughs> like, so, yeah, yeah, that sounds really nice, I mean, that's what, you know, Peyton enjoys about yeah. so you're focusing really tightly yeah. on the city yeah. and what it produces and yeah. that's so valuable to, especially that Aberdeen which is never really I mean yeah apart from John like yeah. you know like yeah what? I mean, <laughs> but, 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 that's you know point. like it's pulling everything together yeah. kind of yeah. Yeah, creative scene you know like a, yeah that, that was that was the point I was going to make before yeah. I went off on that uh, street art tangent is about like your perception of stuff and your voice for stuff is just as valid as anyone else's mm-hmm. You know, because I think we live in a society where people feel like art is for this group of people over yeah. here or culture exists for these people here. And, you know, I can't go into a gallery because I don't know how to read a painting. And I think that's total bullshit. Yeah. You know, and I think like your uh, podcast is really great in reflecting the diversity of creative people we have in Aberdeen mm-hmm. and have in the Shire, you know, and, and you know, you can hold your own against anyone as far as speaking about stuff yeah. you know what I mean it's maybe it's, it's a confidence yeah, thing to learn is, yeah, you know yeah, yeah. Uh, but it's you know but you definitely can mm-hmm. you know there's not there's no one you know there's nobody else is doing a, a creative me podcast in Aberdeen yeah you know there's no one else that interviewing people and investigating what people are up to and mm-hmm. taking an interest in that way so yeah. you know I think it's actually like, I think I think just going like you mentioned Slack I think that'll probably be one of the big influences is why the podcast started I kind of kind of met and like yourself and so many other people you know all kind of working and doing the hard work and we all had these open discussions about self-doubt and all these other things and yeah just like, mm-hmm. i think one thing for me like i probably will like the more i do podcasts i probably will shy away from putting anything i do creative wise out there i don't want to be that guy you know mm-hmm. yeah, what the fuck he does fucking podcasts what the fuck is he doing like why is he doing that you know that's the kind of internal yeah. doubt and stuff I think like that's where your band has to come in for yeah because yeah. <laughs> the lead singer on the yeah. mic yeah. and then you've got this funky bass player who's like doing paste ups and shit yeah, you know? exactly. <laughs> and then he's got this like amazing drummer who's like keeping time who's like you know out making YouTube channel videos or whatever yeah, yeah. John's already kind of tried to push me in doing more like visual yeah. kind of stuff and I was like oh that's kind of like you know yeah modeling shots in the back garden yeah, 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 yeah. I do that now yeah the dean yeah, yeah bigger up the dean yeah. <laughs> looking moody <laughs> big up the dean looking mean and did you notice a, a spike in sales after that little photo shoot <laughs> yeah a little bit <laughs> yeah. 
<laughs> a little bit for my colleagues at work, Jenny. Oh, yeah. excellent, excellent. Yeah, some new t-shirts were bought. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. There's your strategy yeah. nailed right there. <laughs>
yeah, start a podcast or mm. do a YouTube channel yeah. or like you need space to do a big painting, come and hang out in our studio for, for a couple of a couple yeah. of weeks, you know? Like there's very few people that will shut you down. Yeah. You know yeah, what I mean? Definitely. Like, like, it's everyone... difficult though, isn't it? Because you get a little shy like people are shy. They're like, yeah. Oh, I don't know. And they're like, oh you know, like, yeah. you know, yeah. like I think as well, it's like I before I like I went and did the Slack course, I was up here working but I felt like major like outsider because I was like oh I'm not part of the community anymore I know a few people but I haven't made enough work or done a show for a while so I'm not relevant like you know and I didn't have an Instagram oh my god oh my god <laughs> I was like this whole backwoods like situation <laughs> like you know I had a beard and I was like no, no it was just Dude, you're gonna make me snore. <laughs> oh, John. And uh, but like so, but I, it was actually really difficult. I found it hard. I was like, this. I felt really isolated, and I was like, how do I, how do I do this? And that's why I applied for that Slack course because I was like, I'll get to meet people. <laughs> I'll go into a room and I'll be like, friends. I mean, hello. So I used Tinder for that. <laughs> <laughs> but you know, when you was on the course, you seemed so kind of like you knew what you were doing and like so confident. Like, oh, that's to, great. Yeah, that's a great charade that I <laughs> to play. <laughs> no, but I, I think that was it was it was a confidence builder, and it was nice because it was sitting down with a whole table, like I said before, of people who had jobs and were trying to do this and make something be a success that they were really passionate about, yeah. and that was nice. And I was like, ah, oh, community. Mm-hmm. And then from then on. I kind of like really like put my foot on the gas. Like I said, I was just like, I need to make this work. But I probably, if I'd continued to work in isolation, would that have happened? Maybe, but it would have been a damn struggle. And would I have made the same work? No, because my work's totally different after doing the painted doors. Like it's totally different. I think that's one of the areas that could definitely be improved a bit in Aberdeen. It's just Mm -hmm. like those with power, whether it's for funding or opportunities, they have so much power to to empower the next generation of people that want to do stuff. Yeah, you know, and yeah, it's like, like and it can be really sure. can be really difficult sometimes to get access to that or to feel included in that. You know, like we like us applying for funding this year. Like I can't say I've ever doubted myself as much as I did applying for like a thousand pounds from the council. You know, ten, ten years of documenting art in Aberdeen and writing about art and making videos and interviewing artists and all the stuff I've done. And I was literally about flipping the table trying to write a funding application because I thought, I'm just not worthy of it. It's like, and then if I get it, then I've got to do it. And I'll be even more stressed out. But the thing is, do you not feel like if they said, come in and talk about your project, you would have gone in and bossed it because you're so fluent in that. Yeah. But when you have to write it down in this really evidence-based uh, way, like, what's your methodology going uh, to be? Give me a Gantt well, chart of how you're going to progress this. But I, think, like, I, think, I yeah. think you get stuck in, like, you know, you've tried once or twice before and you've been knocked back. Oh, for, yeah, like, for really sure. Silly things, yeah, you know? like, I, I felt like that. I used to yeah. apply for funding all, like, all, the, all the time, but especially when I first graduated, and that was being mm. really premature. Like, I hadn't allowed myself space to develop anything. But yeah. you're keen. But when you get... A few rejections, you're like yeah. enthusiasm dips, and you sort of start feeling. Yeah. Well, I've always felt like my work's not going to fit the bill. Like I want to deal with some difficult themes in my work, or dark stuff, or things yeah. that aren't pretty, or and people don't want that a lot of the time. And yeah. then you start feeling like resentful. And then I'm like, I came around to just realizing that it's good that you know you have your own thing, yeah. and you shouldn't be 
like trying to change it uh, to, yeah. fit, trying to, be a, to fit criteria. Yeah. yeah, to fit criteria. Yeah, yeah I think that when like being in control, obviously you're like very much in control, like of your blog. Mm-hmm. John, like I'm in control of this, and I kind of feel like actually it's kind of cool that I'm not really accountable for anything. Yeah. Or even like through the funding, no one's really kind of wanted to find out what the chat is. So it's like, oh, it's okay. I'm kind of left to my own devices. What yeah, should I do? Yeah, yeah. You know. Yeah. I think when you kind of roll with that, I feel like there's so much more autonomy. And it feels so much better for me. Yeah. Being self-directed for sure, yeah. and then you're only answering to you, yeah. and you're the one that's like driving it forward. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. And you're not having to answer to to people, which is mm-hmm. good. Um, it can be scary as well. Yeah, yeah um, scary, When it's all yeah. on you yeah. um, to make something work, yeah. for sure. But it is motivating. Yeah. Oh, definitely. But like, you know, the, the, the opportunities that you afford people to come and speak and stuff will be so, like, empowering to them. Mm-hmm. Like, especially to, like, new... Uh, or like new graduates and new artists as well, or like the guys that have been operating in solitude, you know. Like, yeah. And 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 I feel that when I do stuff with the blog, like you know, like I did, I just did a, a short piece for Jess O'Connor's uh, Jess Connor's show at Food Story, and he's just like his girlfriend said to me, like, oh, he's speaking about maybe going to Grays, you know. And I was like, well, tell him to come and speak to me, and I'll I'll tell him my opinion on on going to art school because it'll probably give him a bit of balance in what he's thinking just now, because he's like a new artist that doesn't really know what direction to go in, yeah. you know? So it's like, and, and I think that's something that, that we would all do, is we'd all kind of be honest with people, but we all want to support and help people as well, you know? Yeah. Uh, it's just that sometimes those opportunities, like, there's other people out there that are, are kind of holding the strings a little bit, and I, I, I kind of just wish maybe they would do a little bit more or just realise the power they have to help people. But I think you know? it's changed a lot with the whole, like, like the internet and social media and things like that, the way that you can get your work out there. Yeah. Whereas before you were, like, looking for wall space. Yeah. Oh, where can I have an exhibition? Where can I have an exhibition? Where can I do this? Where can I do that? Or, yeah. you know, with street art, once you've done so mm. many places where can you go yeah but with the internet you can like with instagram things like that you can share your work with a much wider audience and yeah. you can really kind of do a lot with that and you're yeah. not kind of at the mercy of wall space anymore which i really like and especially yeah. because i've I branched out into doing the street art thing and for my vacma project um i've been considering um doing like a publication like a zine type thing at the end of it rather than aiming for a wall-based exhibition. Because yeah. one of the criticisms of my application was that I didn't have a definite plan for an exhibition at the end. And I was like, it's not that type of project, it's more like R&D. I want to like mm-hmm. develop some new work in a, and have the headspace and the space to do it. And I used the money to back up a little bit of kit. And part of the project was using my analog camera again and mm-hmm. like reconnecting with all that. But I think being driven by this, I must make some stuff I can hang on a wall, uh, is like... Yeah. you know you need to like not like like yeah, you don't have an end goal yeah, yeah. and and that's what they asked me to give advice for people applying and I was like try not to you need to kind of have an idea of of the type of project you yeah. want to do but don't be too like yeah, value the journey yeah. as opposed to oh, the destination yeah. Yeah. oh yeah that, you should yeah. put that on a poster yeah, yeah. that's I a might, motivational I meme post that up somewhere in the uh, streets tonight <laughs> beware <laughs> Beware, yeah. Dean. See, one thing I wanted to kind of ask you guys: What do you think of the whole cultural strategy thing from the council? Have you read over it? Uh, I don't even know if I want to say this, but I'm going to say it anyway. Fuck it. Uh, I went to one of the meetings mm-hmm. they had for it, and to me, there was big cultural players in the room, mm-hmm. and they 
they disclose that there's actually two potential bids for it. So it's either going to be craft or uh, craft and makers, or it's going to be uh, gastronomy, so food and drink. So they haven't actually decided, I don't think, which one they're going to do. So to me, it sounded like they're kind of pitting the two against each other. Right. So it's, they're either going to do it for food and drink or they're going to do it for the arts, which it, I understand. But if the food and drink wins it, then it's a massive slap to all the people like us that have been trying to make Aberdeen a culturally viable city. And if they give it to us, then they're basically turning around to all the food and, food and drink people and saying... Thanks, but no thanks. Yeah. It's yeah, kind of seems like, like they're pitting, pitting the two against gonna, each other. I'm going to probably sound so biased, but how many kind of the food and drink stuff do you need nowadays? Yeah. How much more do you well, need? Well, but, but I think I think the thing is, is like the art stuff can can weave in with the food and drink yeah. stuff. Yeah. You know, they've got like artists like Katie Guthrie who are making like whiskey bottle labels and doing beer bottle labels and stuff. And I think I think the art stuff ties in or brings the food stuff on board a lot better than the food stuff does with the art stuff yeah. uh, in general. But it just it's just a bit strange. And then there was like people who are like heads of art organisations. They did a vote in the room and they said, so who's for gastronomy and who's for art? Like stand at e- either end. And there was folk from like the head of like some of the big art organisations standing on the food and drink side. And it's like, I cheers for your fucking support. Like, hey, <laughs> you know what I mean? So it's yeah. like, so if you're not even supporting the fucking industry that you're supposed to be working in and probably getting paid 50k a year to fucking work in, mm-hmm. you know, what chance does the fucking arts and culture have in Aberdeen? Yeah. Like, so backwards. I think as well, like, even especially for like, you know, you've had like a blog going on for 10 years, like yeah. all the kind of hard work and graft you put into that. Yeah. Oh, you know, like, uh, oh man, yeah. there was a, a room full of people who have never done anything but fucking look down their nose mm-hmm. Uh, the real arts and culture in Aberdeen. There's fucking business people there who go to nothing, they engage with nothing except their own fucking projects. Mm. Uh, as you can tell, I'm quite heated up about this. <laughs> <laughs> Hence my use of the F word. But, you know, like, people standing there speaking about art and culture who support nobody mm-hmm. but themselves and their friends are not the people that should be leading a cultural bid in Aberdeen. Yeah. I agree that they have a voice, I agree that they maybe have the skills as far as applying for these kind of things, but they definitely should not be leading it. Yeah. You know? Mm-hmm. Uh, and if they are, then they should be asking a hell of a lot more people to get on board and to help inform their decision making. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, it's another, it's going to be another, another red flag, I think. Another. We should be, I think if it doesn't go to kind of like the art and kind of culture stuff, I'd be really disappointed. Yeah. You know? um, but I think it's just like, you know, I'll keep doing what I'm doing and you'll keep yeah. everyone yeah. Keep yeah. doing what I mean, yeah. this, yeah. this is the thing, man. It's like, yeah. you know, like I've I've never felt validated by anyone, so mm-hmm. I've never looked for validation. Yeah. And although these kind of accolades are, they are great for, for cities and they are great for, uh, you know, bringing money into the sector, it's, it's, a, it's money that will probably never filter down to guys like us. Yeah. Oh yeah, you know, yeah. You know absolutely. what I mean? Yeah, so it's like yeah. so we're we're not gonna see any direct benefit mm-hmm. of it. So, you know, to me I'm just kinda like, yeah, whatever. It's you what know? It is. <laughs> yeah. You know, good luck. I I just hope they get good people on board and they and they know what they're doing. Yeah. Uh but yeah, there's just a few of them that kinda do things and they, these guys in suits and they're just they just give me a bad vibe, man. You know, they're just bad vibe dudes, like all round. Mm. Bad vibe dudes. <laughs> yeah. You yeah. don't want to be one of those. Nah, nah. You know, they turn and and the few times I've seen them at stuff, they just turn their noses up at it. Mm. 
You know what I mean? So it's like, who are you supporting? Yeah. But, but, what, you but what does, sometimes in these scenarios, you want to know what art or creativity means to them? Like, how do they define it? How is it being defined? Yeah. Like, is it in this very narrow yeah. kind of way? Or Aye, but I mean, that, that would require them, like, stepping off their pedestals and actually engaging with, like, people. You know what I mean? Like, that's the thing. It's like they engage with, like, their little groups or their little kind of, like, steering meetings or whatever. But they, 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 you know. I mean, like, for the length of time I've been doing stuff in Aberdeen, like, very few people have ever come and asked me, like, what I think about art and culture in Aberdeen. No, they just read your blog. You know? Mm. <laughs> 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 like, that's enough of that. <laughs> yeah, man. The guy spraying massive pizza monsters down to the legal wall, like, that's where it's fucking at in Aberdeen. Yeah. Like, hey, big up yourself, Jess. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. But, yeah, it's... Do you want to ask a question, Danny? No, no. I thought he was going to go for it. Right? No, no. Right. no. <laughs> go ahead. Let's ask me a question. Right? No, no, go for right. it. Go for it. What do you think of it? What do you think of the culture bit? <laughs> like, just like chuckling to that. I, I kind of have the same, definitely the same opinion as you, John. That yeah. kind of the fear is that the people that are kind of making decisions are not engaging the people like yourselves, yeah. or people like on that kind of ground level who know, you know, who knows who have their ears to the ground, you know, and yeah. Yeah. know what's kind of going on. And I think it's very much like, oh, I was going to fuck up there. I was going to say something that was going to probably reflect on my job, and I'm not going to do that. No. <laughs> I'm going to be well behaved. Um, <laughs> but I think it's that from that kind of corporate level, I was kind of being a bit apprehensive. Yeah, yeah. Kind of, and but, but the thing for me is, is like you know, like I think in some respects, like art and culture in Aberdeen has suffered because it's failed to engage with business people, and it's failed to engage with people like. I mean, for example, with like writing that funding app, like I am not good at writing a funding app mm-hmm. and I'm sure there's probably somebody that works for a bank that could have smashed it for me. And it's about acknowledging like where our skills are. So we need we need those business people and we need those corporate people who understand these big bids and understand well, these organizations and organ yeah. and they know how to put it pen to paper yeah. to to make it a viable thing. Yeah. But the, the the point that annoys me is that they they do it and they win it, and then they become the bastions of culture in the city. When they're not, they're just the guys that have managed to write a really good funding application yeah. or a really good bid application. And I would just like to see them take a step back and actually just ask a few more people, you know, because it's the same people they get in these rooms. It's the same, you know, head of organisations that they speak to. And I just think, you know, they've 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 had a they've had a good run at stuff. Yeah. Some of them have done really well. Some of them, I think, have done terrible, and I think you know it's it's time for a new a new some fresh blood yeah. within that kind of higher echelon. So, why do you think on that kind of level they don't open up those discussions to like people like yourselves or any others that are kind of doing stuff on the ground level? Do you think it's just like no, we're making our decision. This is how we work, or do you think it's just, ah, like, it's just fair? Just, just keeping control, isn't it? Yeah. It's just keeping the power where they want it. You know, uh, yeah. I mean, I'm not really sure like where it, where it stems from and I mean you know and, and I'm I'm friends with some of those people and yeah. you know I have a, a really good kind of relationship with a lot of them as well uh, you know and there is there's a lot of good people there mm-hmm. you know there was a lot of good people in that room and there was a lot of really good points made uh, but you know it's just I don't know I don't know where it comes from yeah. sometimes how it works is like it feels very far removed from us what you actually just want to happen it's yeah. very simple it's like give artists some money mm-hmm. like that's how I always feel yeah. it's yeah. like you're spending all this money doing all this stuff 
and it's just like give the artist some money. Like, uh, right, basically simplify yeah. it. Like, yeah, yeah, like yeah. just ma- get them you yeah. know, doing stuff. Yeah. 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 Let's, let's spend a quarter of a million to do a research project for five years for a funding application that we're probably not going to meet and then let's change it. You know, so like the guys that are going to do that that research project are guaranteed a job for the next five years without having to del- deliver anything. Yeah. You know? That was one of the things I took from one of the meetings. <laughs> oh, great. Yeah. I, uh, I, I think my fear with some of these things sometimes is I'm, I'm always in two minds about it. I'm like, will it actually trickle down, like you say, to affect people who are making work and, and doing things? But also... Yeah, like this is an expectation that the content has to be a particular way. Yeah. Like yeah, yeah. that's my fear is that people don't make interesting, challenging, exciting yeah. work because that of was who... one of the things you had to do was yeah. make interesting challenge. That's oh. actually in oh, the strategy. It? Okay. That document. I think yeah. that's like the yeah. But what do they mean by challenging? Because like my definition of challenging and their definition of challenging are probably two very different ones. Yeah. Um, you know, like uh, you know stuff that makes uh, you really like think or yeah, yeah, yeah. turns your head. But, but, but this is this is where I think a lot of the kind of like snidey, anti kind of street art views come from, mm. because they see big groups of people walking about the city, engaging with it, and taking photographs of it and speaking about it, and like they would love to have that for their projects, but they can't because they 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 want to keep it at a certain level, you know. So it maybe impresses people in London or Manchester or wherever, but it's like. If you're not doing stuff that at least the people in your own city can engage with, then what's the point? I think yes, you know, and, and you can have both. You can yeah. have challenging stuff. I'm not saying don't do highbrow challenging stuff because I love, I love seeing that stuff as well. Yeah. You know, I love seeing something that really like takes my breath away. You know, but at the same time, you need to have the other things. That's just the variety. Yeah. Yeah. Like one yeah. of those. That's one of the things I yeah. really wanted to do with uh, painted doors was the spread of what Aberdeen had because I don't think that was. Uh, it's a similar thing of like the podcast and it's just yeah. like there's so much and all different mm-hmm. and it's just giving voice to you the, yeah. the different facets and then it's like go and explore it yourself yeah. you know you can decide if it's good or not it's mm-hmm. like the, but this person is doing that do you like it cool you yeah. know like yeah. so it's all it's um but i what i would like to see is like the, the challenges the artists face in working is stuff I mean, simple stuff is like having money, <laughs> having a studio, you know, and it's like these are things that can be solved yeah. with the amount of money you're throwing mm-hmm. on those things. Yeah. That quarter of a million for your research project, just, like, just or, give it to artists. Or, <laughs> yeah. like, one of the things that I was like quite, it seems really simple to me. So, the council are pushing for culture, whatever, they, this is what they want. For me, like, maybe injecting into the planning strategy for the city, you could say, you know, on a new build, 10% of that new build has to be creative space. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> That's a really simple thing that can yeah. be done. You know, like, there's stuff like that where it just doesn't feel integrated. It's like, oh, yeah. cultural strategy. Look at these artists doing stuff. You know, like... Or, like, like, it's very bolt... It's, it's, like, it's like, bolt-on rather than, like... Yeah, a, so it's like... Yeah. But integrate I, that into yeah. everybody's, like, like, deeper than that. Like, get into how people are thinking about developing, like, the whole, the whole thing. Yeah. So, yeah. But the but the biggest the biggest hurdle that that came up from one of the meetings was that there's a lack of studio space for artists, mm-hmm. and they told us the biggest problem we can't solve is the lack of studio space for artists. Well, I guess it goes back to the yeah. lack of actually buildings that the council actually owns. Yeah, they, they don't own well. many, yeah. and it's all private landlords. But it's yeah. like you need to be yeah. tougher in certain ways then, or 
Right. Make but it I, I get different a, for the I get, future. I get an automatic fucking letter if I don't pay my council tax. Surely <laughs> <laughs> they can fucking come up with you know some new legislation. But, uh, or like, maybe in terms yeah. of it being private ownership, incentivising people who yeah. have empty buildings. Yeah. yeah. If giving you turn them incentives. Space, you get yeah, giving incent. You know that yeah. that could be one way that you could tempt people to be yeah. generous yeah. like that. Yeah. Um, but then at the same time, you know, with a lot of this stuff, I'm just like, you know what, man. Fuck it. Like, go and have an art show in your shed. Like, you know, <laughs> well, don't, that, don't go chasing this shit. Like, do, do it on your terms. Yeah. And fuck a lot of them. But that's <laughs> what I was saying about feeling, doing the outsider thing, of being, like, do, you know, feeling like an outsider, being the outsider, that whole thing of, yeah. like, I'm going to do it my way then. Yeah. And it, that pushes you to think differently yeah. sometimes. Because like, there's way more of us are on the outside than on the inside. That's what yeah, I think that that's not a bad thing because yeah. it allows you to be critical of things. Less I it's think. Well, <laughs> yeah, because your your pace is like lasagna. Um, but like, <laughs> but it allows you to be critical of these things. Yeah. You know, and I think that that's important. I mean, you, obviously, you know, you could sit around to trash and everything, and then people go to you, well, what would you do about it? Kind of thing. And yeah. Like, I don't have answers for it either. Yeah. I yeah. just know what I'm doing and what the people I know are doing and yeah. how they're living and yeah. working and the difficulties they face and the challenges they face. Like, you know, when they were doing these studies, did they go and ask, like, creative people who live in the area, yeah. what are your challenges? Mm. What are the things that would make your life better? Yeah. Uh, or even to make you stay or like asking (laughs) what do the people that live here want like more you know people went wild about new art like because they're you know brought people out into the streets to look at things that probably wouldn't have done that before especially i think even at work in the summertime me and the colleague took a couple of young kids down to see some of the new art stuff Mm -hmm. and they were like oh this is so engaged with it you know and Mm -hmm. they're from like you know the kind of demographic of like my clients would be from like the Tories, Northern mm-hmm. like, you know, Northfield and Maastricht and stuff. Mm-hmm. And they don't really come into the town. You know, they go to Union Square or something, mm-hmm. you know, to get yeah. clothes or something. And then that's about it. But they don't really engage with the wider bits and yeah. kind of make stuff. So they're like, oh, never heard of that, you know, and stuff like um, that. Like, but I think that the whole part of the culture strategy, maybe I'm being really biased. I'd like it to kind of really kind of engage with those kind of communities yeah. as well. Yeah. And because... You know, young people I work with that age group from nine to fourteen years old is the key kind of time where they're very yeah. much interested in things and they're so yeah. they are creative and you know yeah, yeah, yeah. it's kind of a shame totally. yeah because like they even could be struggling with education and stuff but like it seems like the whole world is kind of writing them off yeah but there's so yeah. much they've got so much kind of stuff to uh, give and you know it's just like yeah. Yeah. well I mean you know, it's like my whole thing with the, with the culture stuff is that I mean I would say it's quite honestly saved my life mm-hmm. like. You know, from some pretty dark times yeah. and pretty horrible experiences, and it's it's been a constant. It's always been there to kind of see me through the shit. So it's always been really important to me, you know. And it's like I can only imagine how many other people are going through stuff that could actually really benefit from having access yeah. to, you know, arts or or galleries or whatever or creative spaces mm-hmm. that aren't getting it. Yeah. You know, like I was lucky that I was able to get access to stuff and was was surrounded by those people. But, you know, I mean, it's, it's something I've spoken to uh, the guys at the art gallery about as well, because they're really keen to, like, engage okay. the people of Aberdeen. Yeah. And they really want to, like... And I think that in the last year, they've done so many great projects, like in the Maritime and stuff, like, they're really looking at that next generation that's coming through. Mm-hmm. And hopefully there'll be, like, more space to look at the kind of, you know, the, the middle generation that's coming up, yeah. you know, from those kind of areas yeah, that yeah. wants to see stuff or maybe wants to engage with stuff. And, 
you know, doesn't want to walk into a gallery and feel like they need to understand everything. Yeah. You know? uh, and it's something that, like, for me personally, I've been really keen to do with the with the street art tours as well. You know, it's like breaking stuff down for people, explaining it to them, giving them the tools, giving them the information, but then also saying to them, like, if you don't like it, that's cool. Or if you only like it because it's like a, a, a multicoloured unicorn, that's also cool. Because mm-hmm. yeah. we're not telling you what to think about art. Yeah. You know, we're just telling you what it's about. So you have that information. And if you're not interested yeah. in that, then just fucking like take your selfie or whatever. It's cool. Yeah. You know? yeah. I'm not judging you. Mm-hmm. I'm not going to think any less of you. So, you know, there's definitely kind of different attitudes, I think, in the city about that stuff. But, you know, we're all kind of quite, quite good for just you know wanting to empower everyone and see everyone yeah, get that experience you know i mean i've had like yeah, you know guys definitely. like from aberdeen drug action and yeah. drug and alcohol recovery on street art tours i've had school kids and then i've had you know people of every kind of age faith whatever like yeah. on the tours as well so you know uh, i think more of that more of that will definitely yeah. be, be beneficial and i think it's just like you know going back to what we were kind of touching on earlier that i think aberdeen has a very very supportive creative community yeah yeah and i think like you know i think i remember I went to one of a couple of things like last year i started to go to the exhibitions i was thinking like my perception on my mm. mind was like oh it's gonna be fucking poncy it's gonna be you're like there's gonna be people twiddling their mustaches yeah and yeah, be like hips essential now but it was really That's cool dog, man. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you kind of start speaking to people and you're like oh okay like, oh the sound and stuff they start meeting more for you the more stuff you go to you start meeting me kind of yeah, cool, yeah. friendly people and stuff like that I think that long may it last that kind of creative community yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I mean we're, we're, I think we're really lucky in the stuff that we have in Aberdeen mm-hmm. you know I mean like you had like Sally and Claire on yeah. like look at the stuff that they've done for the yeah. city over the like last 10 years mm-hmm. you know yeah they, they've nice stuff. like yeah. really yeah. taken it to like a different level you mm-hmm. know We've got guys like Nuno now installed at Peacock, yeah. and really like driving it in a in a fresh and, and engaging direction. You know, like we have like incredible people uh, in the city that are pushing it forward. You know, and then obviously like the, the four people sitting in this room right now. <laughs> you know, like we all we all have our own power. Mm-hmm. You know, uh, I think everyone does. I think everyone out there has got power to do stuff, and and you know just needs to recognise that sometimes and just mm-hmm. keep pushing Well, it's like uh, when people used to come in and I was doing a gallery show and someone would say to me, oh, I could have done that. And I'm like, well, why didn't you? Yeah. I'm like, do it. I'm like, uh, do it. Make uh, something. If uh, you don't like what's on show, but I don't, I don't mean it in like a shitty way. I mean, like, if you feel like that, you can yeah. totally do that. I'm not different. Uh, yeah. It was like, like Luke in the New Heart documentary, you know, like, oh. he says exactly the same thing. He's like, oh, somebody was like, oh, I could do that. And he's like, yeah, but you fucking didn't, did you? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know? And then you look at his Instagram, and that, that's him off, like, painting silly monsters in fucking New York. So it's like, yeah, you fucking didn't, did you? Because <laughs> he's, over, he's over in New York having a great time, and you're probably sitting in your fucking... You know, whatever. So you can, Stewing this thing. Yeah, just like said, I'm home in a Twix. But this is the difference, though, isn't it? You know, it's like, you know, there's, there's, like, we're interested in art, and we probably buy art books, and we look at stuff, and we do this and that. And then, the, and, then there's, there's, and then there's other people who are interested in fucking like Brewdog or whatever, you know? Yeah, everyone's like, got their own like, and, and niche. It's, and it's like, and that's cool. Like, I, yeah. I'm glad that everyone's into different stuff and we're not all the same. And, you know, 
But I think it's about that respect, maybe. You know, like, I can respect the guys that, like, have, like checking off the beer on their apps and stuff. Oh, yeah, like, like uh, if that's what yeah. they're into, that's cool. But, yeah. you know, or if you're into, like, your sports and your football and stuff, like, that's rad. Go for it. But you shouldn't then belittle other people for the things that they're into, mm-hmm. you know. And yeah. I think that's an attitude change that we need to see in Aberdeen. And, you know, and part of that comes from engaging with people in the yeah. communities and finding out what yeah. they want. And what they are interested in, uh, you know, and there's and there's so many different routes to doing that. Uh, yeah, but you know. it's quite difficult as well because there's that balance as well of of doing all that, but then trying to go and make work as well, yeah, yeah. and uh, not be too focused on what people want. Yeah, 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 yeah definitely, yeah. definitely. But I think, but I think you know, with a lot of the funding stuff, the question is like, what are you going to make as a, as opposed yeah. to what does your community need? Yeah, you know, and exactly. I think there's there's definitely a disparity there. Uh, as far as how funds are spent and stuff and how things are done. I did feel for quite a long time, though, that it was like, if you were writing a project, they would sort of be like, what is the community engagement element of your project? And the sort of work that I was making, I was like, um... <laughs> <laughs> like, I'm like, I have to engage the community. But now, the, because I do all the outdoor stuff yeah. and because I've done workshops and I've done workshops in mm-hmm. all sorts of different things now, I have that confidence yeah. of being able to think up something that ties in with the project or some some aspect of the project that I can make mm-hmm. in, as a deliverable. Yeah. And oh, then good you, buzzword there. Yeah, come I like on that. Uh, <laughs> And then, what's your project legacy? That's my other favourite one. Um, it used Years ago, it used to be about knowledge transfer. I'm mm. sorry. If there's anyone who has an academic background that's listening, I'm really sorry. There's some nasty buzzwords in there. Um, but, yeah, it's, like, difficult to, to balance these things up, though. Um, but that's the, that is the thing about the street art stuff, is that it has this like very easy avenue of accessibility and of making it a broad spectrum thing yeah that you know like the tours like how successful have the tours been Oh, I mean, the photos of all the tours, like it's Stodu, Stephen Mafok, yeah, yeah. just raring like, to hear the, the all best. the sordid tales that you're going to regale them of. The very of last the one, like, I looked out at the crowd, there was like 60 people there, and like my little four year old neighbour was sitting with her two year old sister at the front. And I was like, hey, Mika. <laughs> so she got a shout out on oh, that art tour. Nice. And then she took my hand and followed me for the rest of it. Like, it was amazing, you know, it was like there was one point there was like four kids running around me as I spoke about art. And it was like, there was one or two people, kind of looped at them, you know, because they were shouting and playing and stuff. And I was like, you know, this is, this is it. This is like one of those like peak moments for me. Because like all these people here are listening and these four kids are doing what they want to do. But they're doing it in the context of being on this art tour. And you're like, you need that, you know. Yeah. Like, so, uh, what's the point in trying to force them to sit still and look at a piece of art when they could be running around and enjoying the architecture yeah. instead, you know. But uh, I sort of imagining you, megaphone in hand, bellowing with a slight tear in your eye. It's quite a little a, bit. It's yeah. quite an image. Yeah, I put my hand in the air and set the siren off for them. <laughs> <laughs> but no, it was it was amazing. You know, it was a really really touching moment. Like you know, just having them there and. Just having like, uh, you know, there was like another young mother that uh, was going to go home because there was steps. And we were like, we've got like 30 guys here that are going to help you with your pram. Like, it's a bit of a rough path, but we'll get you through it if you want to do it. And she was like, oh, that's really nice because I was just going to go home. 
<laughs> so she came and finished the tour, and then her kids were playing with my neighbor's kids. You know what I mean? So You're it's like, like, nobody goes home on my tour. <laughs> uh, totally, yeah. It was like, everyone finishes the tour, or at least goes as far as they want to go. <laughs> you know? yeah. and that's the other thing. It's like, you know, if people want to come for 10 minutes, or they want to dip in, or they want to like come for the full like, two and a half hours. Like, that's you know, the thing. You've essentially make been it running, really accessible. running a focus group for yeah. that entire time. Every time you do that. Because yeah. you're listening to people's feedback and you're listening to people's opinions on things. Yeah. And it's quite, you know, that you can't be more immersed in it than that. Fair enough, those people have come on the tour because they have an interest. Yeah. But you don't know really like what all their motivations are. Yeah. Yeah. They might be like coming along thinking... Uh, oh, you definitely have to be do you so get yeah? Do you people get getting dragged along? You've had yeah, you? yeah, yeah. Like, so you've got uh, one person that's I mean, interested, but, and then the other one's like, "Oh god." <laughs> yeah, yeah. but then, but then one of the best tours I had was a guy who turned around to me and he he went. I'll be honest with you. I got told I was getting up early on Saturday to come and do a bloody art tour, and I was like, what "The fuck we're doing this for on Saturday morning?" But you're so engaging and it's so interesting. I'm absolutely loving it. And I was just like, cool, "Boom!" Man. Like done. Like you are now empowered to go and see other art things and know it's worth getting out of bed on a Saturday morning go and do totally you know I mean that's something we've really done with the the street art tours you know it's like we look at local guys we look at the new art stuff and and the kind of big meaning behind them we look at the painted doors and we look at the city you know what I mean like so we're really tying it all together uh you know, if there's like uh, stuff like the super mundane artwork for like Look Again Festival, you know, if we if we if the the festival branches up that way, or even if it doesn't, we can still tell people. You know, we can use new art as a platform to to promote what everyone's up to. Mm-hmm. You know, I wouldn't say it's something we've been super good at so far, mm-hmm. uh, but it's you know it's a work in progress, and we really you know it's a great platform to have to try and put well, the story when, out there. When it was like. You know. Was it the first year when you were taking people up to Peacocks as well? So yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, we take, take people, people up there. Yeah, you know, we'd point out other stuff. So, you know, and I, and I and and that's that's my values, and that's something I've always tried to do with the art stuff. It's about connecting people yeah. and breaking them out of their bubbles. And I think some of them still want to be in their bubbles, but you know, not on your tour, not on my terms. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, you know, it's cool. It's really cool. You know, it's been this one. Get back. It's been. It's been. A, like, it has been some, yeah. Jeez, I never thought I'd actually have a studio space of recording this chat and having you guys back on anyway, so, yeah. It's yeah, been really cool, man. Yeah. yeah. Big up yourselves, like. Yeah, yeah. I'm going to get emotional, man. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but it's been really cool. I was kind of thinking back on it, like, when you guys just kind of talking away, I was thinking, like, shit. <laughs> it's like those, um, you know, those like, Kylie Jenner memes, the year, the year of realising <laughs> things. And you're like, whoa. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I'm thinking of like Harry Potter, you know, at the end of like year, was it year two or three or four maybe? I don't know. I don't know. Uh, where Hermione's like, it's never going to be the same again, is it, Ron? <laughs> you know, as they're like getting ready to transition into their like teenage adult lives, you know. I'm a huge Harry Potter fan. Yeah. So Ooh, why, well, that's why that keeps super out. I know. <laughs> I know, but it has, it's like, I was kind of thinking about what we would talk about today, and I was like, well, I could talk about it, and I was like, holy shit, I've known loads of things, and I was like, I've not stopped this year, it's been mad, like, with doing things in venues and outdoors, and getting funding to do something, it's been a year of firsts for me, getting, like, doing my first pace up, first street art things, outdoor, first funded project, Street Jam, Street Jam, did that for the first time, that was amazing, that was so much fun, like, and, 
Yeah, inspired nights. God, that was a <laughs> that was good, wasn't it, everyone? God, it was a rolling treadmill of like I have never. Ex- it was a lot of fun. Like it was, it was, it was great. Nice, it was great. It was great. It was quite hard work, and it was always seemed to be when I said, "Hey, I'm going to take out some bits of paper, do some collage." <sighs> We were in the what Mary referred to as the vortex. Yeah. No, seriously, every time Jenny came down, it was it was windy. windy. So it was just like the vortex. Is I was going to say like you know, some people are going to bring the noise and the pain. I bring the wind, <laughs> and not in the way you might think. <laughs> Windbreaker. <laughs> so yeah, that was that was good, but. That was some really fun times, and that was another event where we got to people were coming up and engaging about the painted doors and and talking about got that and but that being an event. Artists got to meet each other. Yeah, because well, there was nice. lots of people who've done doors that I've never yeah. met, and yeah. like you sort of assumed that everyone knows each other. And I, I do because I'm like, oh, so, you know, and I'm like, never met. Oh, I found random about that day. Some guy came down. I can't remember his name. It's probably bad, but he came down and said, "I came over by just come and see you and stuff." And like, oh, that's cool, man. You know, it was really nice of him to. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I still kind of freak out sometimes. Yeah, I'm a fan of what you're doing. Getting recognised. Yeah, like <laughs> shit. Like, like, what, like my wife's going like, "Who's that?" I'm like, oh, no one. Like, yeah. why is that woman looking at you that way? Like, oh, nothing. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, like, I spilled a drink earlier. Yeah, that yeah that can be that can be a strange one. Yeah. Um, working under an alias is quite good because. Not everybody knows my face because I don't post any pictures of my face on Instagram. Lucky for you guys. <laughs> <laughs> Although I'm sure there's some pretty bad like yeah. uh, painted doors associated imagery. Uh, yeah, yeah, some as like a bloopers reel of like. <laughs> I mean, you're in that documentary, you know? Oh, yeah, you're yeah, out yeah, by yeah, however yeah, many yeah, versions yeah, of people on BBC Alba. If you're going to be anonymous, you're going to have to start, like, disguises. <laughs> <laughs> like Aberdeen's Banksy, <laughs> but, like, but shite. <laughs> I'll, like, wear a mask, I'll wear a mask at John's face, just for the, just for the CCTV. I'll be like, oh, my God, it's that guy again. Back again. <laughs> That's it. He's everywhere. The, the popo will be straight <laughs> Yeah, that'll be that'll be a project for spring. Yes, but yeah, that was a good that was like a good summer of doing inspired nights and things. That that felt like the summer went really quick because those I felt like there was hardly any time between them, and and it was good fun. Yeah, did outdoor stuff. Although the first time I did it, you asked me to do some live stuff, and I had like a board and I had my back to the crowd, and there was like loads of people queuing for food, but there was like there was hundreds of folk, and I had my back to everybody like. Uh, you know, you're, you you feel like you're you're you kind of fudged something you're doing, and you're like, take a deep breath. It's okay. There's only like fifty people looking at you right now. Street Jam was also like that. I decide every time I do something, I make it more and more and more complicated. And I made this like very very complicated piece, and I got to the midsection, and there was there was like some people watching me, and they'd been watching me for quite some time, and I was just like, oh god. And I like put it on a bit wrong and I had to peel it back and I'm like, now they're seeing the flaws of my process and they're gonna stand there and go, look, she's shakes and, and I'm gonna feel you know, yeah. it's that and you have to not get in that, that mindset. Yeah. What the moments when I was in the zone and I was ignoring everything and everyone I could work away happily. Yeah. But it is it is a bit of a facer. But, but I think just actually doing anything on the street is like that for quite a lot of people. It's their first 
time where they're showing their process in front of people. Yeah. So you can't, you're not, you can't hide it. It's yeah, like, you, can't, it. you can't, you can't crumple it up like, on, the stuff. on the floor. And like... Yeah, people are like leaving it half finished as well, which is like, oh, I don't know if I can cope. You yeah, know, it's, it's, not right, it's not right, it's not finished yet. You know, we've got another two days on it or whatever and they're just like, eh, looks terrible. <laughs> so yeah. there's a lot you have to cope with like doing stuff outside. So, uh, Stop yeah. blowing away. Everyone's done so well. Uh, it, really. I heard that. I was bringing some big stencils a few weeks ago. And I was like, oh, this will be fine. It'll be like half an hour. We'll just bash them out, like up a ladder, you know, like a story high. And then it was like, oh God, this ladder's really steep against the wall. Like, oh shit, I can't actually reach that high, but I've started spraying it. So I've got to finish it now. And then, oh God, there's some guy standing behind me taking a photo while my fucking stencil like blows off in a pile of pigeon shit. Like, yeah. It was like three hours later I got home and I was like, fucking hell. I was exhausted. It's like you're glad that no one can see your face because you're like, oh, like the worst grimace that yeah. I've ever seen. Like, yeah, I remember um, when I was doing the, the first one, the Painted Doors one, and I was talking to um, like Sue's, as in Little Bat Club, Sue's, and, uh, <laughs> uh, and there was another guy came over to so speak to me, and I was... I was trying to concentrate really hard and I, I sort of answered something that he said and as I did it, I like wrinkled up a huge, like, I made like a divot in it and you can still see the divot to this day but I patched it over. And I didn't notice that. Well, and she saw me do it and she was like, I saw you when you did that. And I was like, I know. And my face, I was like, and I properly could feel myself like sweating. And it was like March and you don't sweat in March. And I was like, oh God. Like, and I tried to keep talking to him and like maintain this facade of like, and you're like, I have cramp in my calf. There's paste dribbling down my sleeve. But anything to look like I'm holding this together. Yeah, totally. It's <laughs> so fine. Everything's fine. It's fine. Yeah. So yeah, it's been some year. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like we get together and have like a counselling session. <laughs> and like, oh god. Yeah. So yeah, um obviously, you know, this is like part one of like, you know, the birthday special. Mm-hmm. And you guys obviously December time, break time, or maybe some more kind of Christmas fair stuff for you, Jenny? Yeah, yeah. Etsy. Etsy, same as, well, same yeah. as yourself. I'll be at the Etsy um, made local in the St Nicholas Centre, the old H&M unit, mm-hmm. with I think there's going to be like over 40 yeah. local makers, and there's mm-hmm. some really good people in that in that crowd. I, yeah. I don't know the full list yet, but uh, judging from last year, I think it'll be yeah, awesome. Be I did really, I had a really good time at the last one last year. Cool. Yeah. Um, even though it's like, you know, when you're getting ready for it, um, it's like that diagram of the creative process and all of the work while crying. Yeah, that was that. <laughs> That's what I remember about Etsy because I actually like went to the wrong venue and everything and had a small, um, small breakdown. <laughs> but but I went on to have a jolly good time, so it was all good. <laughs> pulled it back. Pulled I did. It back. Pulled it back. So, That's my uh, middle name. Even like looking forward to two thousand nineteen, um, what are you guys kind of planning or what are you looking forward to kind of getting involved in? If you, can, if you can speak about it. Yeah, I would say just developing. So I started like a company, like a community interest company that's like Elevate Arts. Um, and we're hoping to do projects, like stuff like Shed Exley and stuff at Cocoon and just generally trying to tie up artists with um, like charities or community stuff. And so it's kind of, that's somewhere I hope to sort of be developing that. And then, uh, yeah, just like painting as well. So like... yeah. 
just Cheating, making stuff and cooking, get a couple of art shows at the studio. Yeah. yeah, I've got a few shows lined up at the studio and then uh, try and address that work-life balance or that work-blog yeah. okay, balance. Okay, so if you get the secret, tell me the secret. Yeah. Yeah. Are we going on holiday? That's good. Yeah, try and actually <laughs> <laughs> try and go on holiday that isn't a working holiday for you and not more tired than we would have stayed at home. Actual, actual. Uh, yeah, no, I'm, I'm, I'm working towards trying to be able to quit my nine to five and be in a position to pay the mortgage but still have have more time for this stuff and Mm -hmm. actually put a bit more energy into it living the dream yeah kind of yeah yeah also Uh, yeah let's also look out for the um announce you know when you announce the celebration the dates or the yeah 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 so have the 10 year show i think it's probably looking more like it'll be in december time now okay cool the way things are going Mm -hmm. and, and timelines you know uh, but yeah, really looking forward to that. Like just pulling together a bunch of people that have I'd li- I like their work and mm-hmm. you know have kind of worked with in the past and stuff. And you know actually curating something, having something fresh or something new that they've you know created for that purpose will be really cool. cool. Uh, you know, and hopefully being able to put a bit of money their way as well and stuff. But you know, we'll we'll see. You know, nice. My community nice. engagement is having. People come in and I'll tell them how I look at art and how I think about art, and then get them to do the same thing. So hopefully that'll be fun. You know, yeah. pick a colour you like, pick a shape you like. Tell me something you don't like. Also valuable. Yeah. You know? I'm gonna come along to this. <laughs> <laughs> Everyone shoot. I have so many opinions. Uh, I think for me, uh, I'm going to try and wrap up this VACWA project I've been working on and see what the final form of that's going to be. So hopefully do that before the end of the year. And then next year, I'm going to do an an exciting textiles collaboration that I'm not going to give details away yet. But I'm going to work with someone uh, on something new. Is that really warmer? Uh, yeah, spoiler. It's John. It's me and John. And they're going to be knitted. Knitted really warm. God damn. I told you not to, not to spoil it. Every man needs one. Every man needs one. Oh, God. I, I don't think I'd ever uh, work on such a sexist product line anyway. But um, what else am I going to do next year? Yes. Uh, that. And then I'd really like to get back to doing some more paste-ups when the weather cool. is more friendly mm-hmm. and think up some new kind of new kind of things to do with that. Because I, I went very floral this year and maybe moved to sort of a new theme for mm-hmm. next year. It would be cool. Awesome. But I think I often find that things seem to pop up. Like when I think mm-hmm. I've got a lull, something will come along. So, But, you know, you can't live like that forever. Mm-hmm. But um, hopefully... Hopefully some more exciting things, yeah. Mm-hmm. Awesome. Well, thank you guys for coming on for no, part one thank of the birthday you. special of the podcast. <laughs> Thanks for everything you do, yeah. man. Yeah, cheers, no worries. I'm sure we'll probably catch up again on mic or off mic yeah. in the new mm-hmm. year as well. Cool. So, yeah, thanks everyone um, for tuning in. That was part one of the birthday special and part two will be released later in the week. So I hope you enjoyed this chat. So I hope you guys enjoyed um, part one of the birthday special. Um, thanks again, John, um, Mary and Jenny for getting involved and coming back on the podcast. I really appreciate it. 
And yeah, Thursday's episode, um, which is Thursday the 8th of November, features Elaine Coville, Lauren Aitchison and Emily Utter. It was a really cool chat um, that was recorded a couple of weeks ago on a Saturday, very early Saturday morning at the, at the Anatomy Room. So I want to thank them for coming on for part two of the birthday special. Um, yeah, so I think it's kind of like, you know, really kind of strange how quickly a year has gone of me just kind of rambling and talking to loads of interesting and creative people in Aberdeen. I think I'll probably have a proper reflection at the end of um, episode um, two of the special on this Thursday. So yeah, um, I'll see you guys on Thursday and yeah, take care for now.